are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I'm doing the full recline today. I'm going to see if I can the whole time. get back pain from the podcast. I'm going to do a full recline. I'm going to do the Stephen Hawking. There's there's no way, chat. There's no way that, that Sarge stays all the way back here. He's going to get up on the microphone. He's going to start screaming or yelling or ranting on something. There's no way. Depends what we talk about. Depends on what we talk There's about. No way. Uh, I saw I saw some things today. I thought everything was good. Nobody nobody caused any problems. I don't think I'm going to be yelling today. Here, real quick, you got to turn your microphone. Do you see the emblem? It's it's pointing up in the air. You got to you got to turn it so it's there. You go. There you go. Uh, Generation X Gaming is the uh, weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, we're live Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form by just being here, you're helping us out by watching. Please make sure you share, like, subscribe. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can also hit the membership button. As little as 99 cents uh, goes uh, directly to us, uh, but actually only 70% goes directly it doesn't, to us. It doesn't, go, it doesn't go to me, though. No, I don't, it does, I don't. nothing goes to Sarge. He, he nothing just, goes to me, so don't worry. Yeah, he just shows up. I don't want. I don't want anyone thinking they're funding me. You guys are all mad, so you're not funding no, me at all. It's no, going to be cool. No, nothing goes to him. It's my channel, 100. Uh, percent I allow him to come on the the podcast each and every single week. Um, what's it called on today's show, Sarge? On today's uh, show, we have we're going to be talking about what we've been playing, and on that, I'll be talking about High on Life. Okay, uh, we're going to be talking about Hogwarts Legacy. They had a a stream yesterday of gameplay. Uh, it talked about the open world, how to traverse, uh, the battle of the uh, battle of the arena for the arts, uh, dark arts, and then they also showed the room of rede- uh, requirements. Sorry, I said redemption. Thinking of something else. Um, we're also going to talk about last week. We had the video game award show, and we didn't get to talk about it. We mentioned it. I was super excited. They announced the Transformers. So this week we're kind of going to go over Transformers and give a little info. Uh, of what it is, and we're gonna have brainstorm a little bit what we would like to see from the Transformers. It's a uh, you know a wish a wish list type of thing. Uh, we're gonna talk about um, uh, World of Warcraft gets somebody back that's was with the company for a really long time. We're gonna be talking about Fable. Uh, is it might be delayed? Uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, The Witcher Three uh, remaster a little bit and the problems with that. We're gonna be talking about Tesla. And Steam, combining forces, Sarge, so you can play your games in the car. Uh, we're going to be talking about the company Splash Damage, which makes Transformers, which bought out the other company that also helped them uh, work on Transformers Reactivate as well. Uh, and what that means. We're going to be talking about Horizon Forbidden West, uh, the DLC that's coming out, the, the Burning Shores, and the good and the bad of that for people. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Armor Core. We're going to talk about Microsoft has reached out to Sony again, Sarge, to try to strike a deal with them. And uh, I don't know if what will happen there. 
Uh, and we're going to talk about Riot Games is suing NetEase. And we're going to be talking about uh, Battlefield 4 producer that was with when Battlefield was good is now coming back to help right the ship for Battlefield uh, 2042. And then Grounded has hit a milestone for them, uh, and they're celebrating with a new holiday update. Uh, and then other than that, I think that's one it. Million, one million heart attacks from spiders. <laughs> that's, that's Grounded's new breaking records. Yeah. So that's uh, what's happening on the show today. If uh, Again, if you, if you like us, uh, you can always listen to us after the fact here on YouTube as well. Um, you know, I used to put the, I used to put, I know some of you like the chapter breakdowns, right? But there was stats and, uh, things, uh, done studies done. And they found out that 36.7% of people use the chapter markers. Okay. And 36 or 36.9% of people don't use the chapter markers, right? And then everybody else is just kind of, right? And I'm just like, well, that's amazing because now YouTube does its own chapter markers. So if YouTube can do it for you, then I'm just going to let them do it. If they don't do it, then it doesn't matter because no one's really using it anyway, right? So it's I mean, interesting. How specific do you need it to be to skip something? Like, what do you, well, I, what's the problem? I try to do that screen to show what the topic is right so if you're yeah. if you're scrolling by and you see that change to a different story that would be faster than you know what i mean i don't know i mean we, we got we got too many choices there's something wrong with people in general like you, we have too many choices if we're if we're discussing on how we can better skip videos we're trying to watch i'm out on the conversation i'm just out <laughs> there's well you, you understand the the ratio of people like okay so I've been really studying YouTube and trying to make my videos better and know all, all the stuff. You have two seconds, two seconds to get people to pick a, a, a your video based on the thumbnail. Okay. Two seconds. Okay. And now YouTube has in integrated something where if you're on your phone, it automatically plays. So you don't even see the thumbnail anymore. It's just instantaneous. So if you're, if you have one of those intros, okay, that plays like I used to have, which I don't do anymore. Okay. You lose 60% of your viewership if you don't get right to the point. You lose 60% of, your, of, of the people watching your video if you just don't get straight to the point. So your, your thumbnail has two seconds to show what you, the thing's about, and then you have less than 10 seconds to get someone to be like, hey, this is what we're doing here. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> if you don't do it, they're like, next, next. And this is, what, this is what's happened with the, uh, the TikTok generation as they say, and now YouTube is going to shorts and, and whatnot. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy the amount of people's attention span is less than we, we talked about this like two years ago. Is less than a goldfish. Guys. A goldfish yeah. attention span was yeah. seven seconds, and now the humans are less than a goldfish, which is just amazing. Yeah. Which is just three more steps closer to idiocracy. <laughs> so uh, I like money. I like money. Let's uh, let's go to our first thing, Sarge. Uh, what we've been playing. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> All right. So, what have you been playing, Sarge? Before before we get to what you've been playing, uh, guys, we do have a question section of the show now at the end. So, if you have questions for us. 
and uh, the topics that we talk about throughout the uh, the show, or you have just a regular question to ask us, you can uh, you can ask us uh, in the questions section. Uh, and don't bother asking. I'm wearing pants. Yeah, oh, he's already answered that questions. We can don't yeah, don't bother putting can, it in there. I I, the I wear I wear pants. So, all right. So, uh, what have you been playing, Sarge? Well, I played Vampire Slayer, the game, the crazy game for a little while, and then you mean for Vampire some Survivor? Reason, whatever I call it, Vampire Slayer. I'm not, on the phone now, Sarge. Right it's on the phone. Uh, I, I'm not putting it on my phone. I like my phone too much. So, I'm playing it, and I realized there was a certain. I might be falling into this category. There was a certain combination of lights, and whatever, and I started getting a little twitch in my eye. And my eyes started going like this, all the stuff on the screen. And I went, uh oh. So I followed the rules from the beginning of the game and I stopped playing immediately and I called a doctor. Didn't and I said, I said to my doctor, I called my doctor and I said, Dr. Johnson, I said, I said, after all these years of playing video games, that stupid thing came up and it says, if you're experiencing any Disney or eye twitching, whatever, you should stop playing to seek, seek medical attention immediately. Today's the day. I'm calling you up. And what, and what did you say? Yeah. He, he he laughed a little bit and he goes, you're, you're overdue for your yearly. And I go, is that the reason? And I go, maybe, but I'm going to go with the fact that I almost think I almost had a seizure playing a video game. I th think I should get myself checked out. So did you really, you really had a, like a, a, a moment while you were playing the yeah, my, my eyes, my, Yeah, my eyes started twitching. Just started well, going just crazy. You're tired. No, no, I don't, I don't get those kind of crazy eye twitches like that. I was watching the flashing lights and my, my face started twitching. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm out. that's what happened to me a couple of years ago. My eye, <clears throat> you're, you're, it's because of stress levels. I don't know. I'm pretty good. I, I got that. some. I got. I, I got some gummies. I'm. I'm. And got some whiskey. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but that's that's what I mean, causes but, it. But, but but what I've been what I have been playing a, a crap ton, and I don't know why because I listened to your damn show two days in a row, and I've been playing Division now for a week, over a week now. Well, you know. It, it, it's, it, but once again, it's one of those games where you can play for a little while, and if you don't find something good to do in the game, like a good loop, you're like you fall out of it, you just leave. Yeah, I mean, you, you come back in, you come back in. Like I was, I was disappointed. I gotta be honest, I was disappointed that what? Oh, wait, was it was it last week or was it yesterday that we did the manhunt? It was yesterday. It was yeah, that was it yesterday. Was, that wasn't was, a week it ago. Less, it was less than twenty four hours ago. Okay, so. When we when we got to that boss level, <laughs> when we got to the remember guys, whiskey and gummies. When I got to the boss level, and then it was like a soap opera thing. It was like, ah, you didn't kill him. See you next season. And I was yeah, like, yeah, I was a little you, disappointed. You bastards! Yeah, you did that to us already once. Yeah, I, when we had to get what's his face from the DLC, and I'm like, you played the same card again. Yeah, they've done it again. And, and like, you know what? Oh. They're gonna do it again. They'll they'll just keep doing it. I, they're they're I, this I'm is like not making taffy I'm, dude like they're rolling it out and making it super thin and stretching it out as far as possible that's that's what that that's what these games are yeah, but then they but the, but then they let it harden so you have to suck on it for a while <laughs> and then finally at the end you get to chew on it yeah so it's just a time it's a time it's a time killer listen i i really do enjoy the game it did really have a good hook in the beginning and the only thing left to do after you've done everything is to basically min-max your gear and go through the crazy levels and right. see how fast you can do them. Right. And hang out with your and hang out with your friends and just talk. That's basically what it is. That's that's exactly I said this yesterday. 
I said Gotham Knights is like that exact same thing, right? Now, obviously, Division's much more in-depth, like the story and what you're going for and the loot. But that's what that type of game is. I think we should make a new category, Sarge, for video games, right? It's called shooting, shooting the shit, right, genre, where you're just shooting shit, right? But you're also shooting the shit. Oh, oh double pun. Right? It's a, it's a double mm. pun. Uh, it's a game where you just play when you want to just hang out with your friends and talk, and you're doing stuff but not many meaningful things. You're just kind of running around, doing things, seeing, catching right, up with you're, your friends. You're, you're talking about like, like I buried my wife in the yard. Hey, I found a new gun. <laughs> I, I poisoned my ex-girlfriend's dog. Yeah. Oh, I found a new chess yeah. piece. Hey, did you see that roll on that piece? Legendary. Yeah. What did he just say? Legendary. Yeah. Now, what if you're playing it's, Minecraft? Well, Minecraft, I don't know if Minecraft's like that. You have to concentrate on building shit and stuff like that. If you're just if you're just exploring, running around, sure, it, it could be like that. I think games could waver in and out of of that, but I, I think a lot of the stuff is like a division, a destiny, an anthem. Like live service games are shooting the shit. That's that genre. That's what it is. Like you're just I mean, if, 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 if it's a meeting place. If it's a meeting place that you and your buddies get together, like you're not dating anyone, you're in college, you're in your dorm room or in your house or apartment, and your boys get on on a Friday night and you just play because you have no life, that makes makes sense, right? right. Or you don't have a girlfriend, right? Unless you've got a gaming girlfriend, your 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 time in these games is limited. As soon as you get a girlfriend, they, you're not playing. We know you have yeah. time, but you don't have that much time. It's, you, have or, you have to balance Or... Time. You're married, have kids, and you're not allowed to go out. So gaming is your is your time out. That's basically the two choices that you have. It's amazing, it's amazing. Yeah, just... that's that's basically the two choices. I, that you have. I, my thing is, I have no actual friends. That live you have by friends me. that are, right, no, they don't live that, by you. That don't live by me anymore. So yeah. to connect with my friends, I play I play the games. Right. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's you know what I liked about the the I guess the AI a little bit in. In Division Two, it almost reminded me of the, of the AI in like the original Halo game, when the Scroach soldiers are running around fighting the Covenant. You know, like if you just set, if you don't fire your gun and you actually watch, they actually do little moves and hide behind stuff. And and I think that the AI used in a Division Two is a far greater uh, rendition of that. And it actually makes the world feel alive because you hear like the gunshots in the background and it's not a sound effect of gunshots in the background. It's an actual battle between two AIs in the background. Right. 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 Like the cracking of weapon fire in the city and the and what you see in the city is what immerses you. It's not like this static thing. And I, I, I actually like to see, you know, from a, from a development standpoint, I'd actually like to see the development process of that game just to see how they accomplished the levels of detail in the city, right? It had to be layers. Like in my mind, when I look at that, when I look at that, uh, the engine that they used and just kind of walk around, I, I look at it as like layers on top of layers. Like those pictures you see, right? Like this picture just looks like a bunch of, bunch of scribbles. But when you put that down next to another thing and put another thing on top of it, now it looks like a tree. Like one of those kind of th like those those glass templates, you know those kind of photos. It just seems to me that it would be so time consuming for a guy to be like, "Hey, hey, Bob, 
you got uh one square you have you have one quarter mile in this little block right here go ahead and make what you want like it's not possible it has to be like layers upon layers right because the amount of trash and the yeah. details the and the luggage and the amount of body bags and stuff on the ground like there's little there's dogs and rats right like the level of detail in that game is obscene. The level design is very just good in, in Division. Yeah, very good. I think, obviously, we, we go back and forth with Division all the time. When a new Manhunt comes out, we wait till basically the end. And yeah. then... Because I, like, I don't like waiting. Within like five to six hours, over a day or two, we, we complete it. And then and we move on. We were like, all right, thanks for playing. But if, you're, if you've never played Division 1 or 2... They're 100% worth the price of a mission to go through the story, play. Uh, oh, my God. If you like, if you got, let's say, look, let's say, for instance, you fell through the cracks. You're in, you're in the dead territory now. You don't know what game to play. And you just bought Division 2. Like, this Christmas, you got Division 2. Right. That game is two, three hundred hours. Easy. E e easy. 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 Yeah. Easy. So is there? Uh, I mean, no, that was it. Those two, those two, pretty much sucked up my life. Have you tried the update yet for Hell at Loose? I mean, every time I logged on, I couldn't pick this. I couldn't pick the support guy because everybody wants to be the support guy now. Oh, because level level ten support guy is what unlocks the flamethrower. Yeah. So now everybody hated support. So you have an entire population of people with level one and level two support troopers. Who are now trying to max out support? I think I and was so, like level. Three. And so now you will you will literally see like twelve squads, right? Because guys go in solo, get the squad lead. No, they get the squad lead. Then they change to another guy when they get other people in there. They drop and they change, and they pick the they they pick the support guy, and they hang out without without a squad leader because they're just trying to level up. Right. Support. Right. It's hilarious, but what is kind of cool though is the jeeps. Right. Besides the flamethrowers, the jeeps, the uh, the change of clothes. You can wear the white clothes now in the winter maps, which is That's a little cool. bit more crazy now because you don't see people right away if they're crawling on the ground. Or you I don't haven't, see I shit. haven't played since the update at all. Yeah, yeah. It, it they did a nice job, and the new map is good. It's a winter map. It's Kharkov. That's uh, it, when you say Kharkov, that reminded me of the the map from uh, Battlefield nineteen forty two, and so uh, it's a good map. It has both uh, open fields and city fighting. Um. The it, it seems to be I, I I don't want don't quote me on this but it did seem to be a little bit more optimized, like I wasn't getting that crazy uh, that hitching uh, that, supply that banning that yeah that rubber banning from the supply trucks and whatnot. Um, the shooting seemed to be a little bit more I I would say cleaner. Uh, shots were counting for what they were supposed to count for. There was there's a lot less winging, and like if you shoot somebody, they lowered the uh, blood splatter effect. Like this, you know, so, you know, you're mad because you don't know if you hit them. Like everybody cries. They right. find something that's wrong. Like if I, if you shoot somebody, if you're, if you hear a ting. Right, like, well, no, ting is hitting him in the head. Right. No, you if can, I hit you hear a body shot, if you I can hit, hear it. You hear a thud. It's a yeah. different noise. Yeah, different you have noise. to listen. You have to listen for the sound. But people didn't like that because they still didn't know if I shot them. They, they need the, they need the clarification that I shot somebody. So besides the fact of the thud there's a little blood splatter but the blood splatter was ridiculously cartoonish like even from like uh but you know 50 60 yards out it was like it was a red splotch this big on the screen like 
like someone shooting a cannon at him. Like the you, you so it's just like a little red. It's like a little red flash now. It's 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 changed a little bit. I um, don't know if I, I like that. That's taking out the hardcore mode now because as soon as that I, who was that blood splatter flies, everyone's like die over there, and they they start shooting. Them. No, they don't. They no, they don't see it. You see it. Oh, only you see it. it. It's okay. it's a it's a hit marker. Yeah, it's like you, a hit marker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other the other thing was I saw that uh, there's we're still waiting for the British, which is not really like a huge deal. It's more of a cosmetic thing, but I'm interested in seeing that if they balance the vehicles correctly, because they have the uh, armored personnel carrier, they've got the Staghound, they got a Cromwell, and I think they're using the uh, the Sherman Firefly as their heavy, which right. is basically an American tank that they painted. Uh, beige we did that in the war that's what they had i i don't know if they're going to give them the, the uh uh what's the big boy one i forgot what the big boy one is it's the cromwell's the medium tank and i can't remember what the, the the it's the big one that look oh the churchill the churchill with the huge it looks like it almost looks like a world war one tank i'm not sure if they're going to put that in there though but it's still got a good population i've always in a full game it's still fun as hell it's i just i've been playing a bit it's a full population. I, I've been, yeah. it, but it's a it's a it's a close group right, of people you group, see the yeah. same names like every time i get in somebody says oh hey sarge long time no see like someone always says something right like because everyone's in the same in the same servers uh it's i just have you know, what once again time is a factor uh division two takes up a lot of time and then i i fall out a little bit right and i i think what it happens to be is you 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 attribute your connection to a game uh based on last time's fun factor and if I didn't have a fun time the right. last time, I'm I'm he- I'm more hesitant, hesitant. Yeah. to to go in. But if I had a crew of guys like I had when I went with Battlefield, where you know like Wednesday night was hell let loose night, that I would be I would play every Wednesday night. It's just one of those things. Yeah, I don't even I don't even need a crew anymore. I just need one other person. If one other person wants to play, I'm like, all right, let's go, let's play. That's all I need now. Like Battlefield, I've been having a lot of fun with Battlefield 2042, right? All the shit, then I, I still think the game needs a lot of work. It still needs another six to eight months to, to get going, but they are making. Yeah, but you, but you say that every, but you say that every six to eight more months. All, all, the games are no, already three years out, old. I mean, no, we don't... no, it's been out for <laughs> one year. Calm down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But all the updates is three years. Easy. Yeah. No, but they, they did make improvements. Like when I saw the changes of the maps, I was like, this is bullshit. But when you play the actual map, you're like, actually, it's a, it's a lot better fun because I hated. That everything was wide open before, and you're just running you're, across. You're the, getting sniped. Yeah. You're getting sniped from yeah, like a mile. So there, there are moments still. Um, like when the game first came out, you couldn't. You would shoot somebody, and they wouldn't get detected. Like you could put your reticle right on them, and nothing would happen. Yeah, that happens is. every once in a while, still, but not as not to the, the degree it was before. So I haven't I haven't played that in a week either, though. But I, what I have played is I've been playing Diablo three. I'm level 33. I'm in Act 2 right now. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm learning because um, I haven't played. Who did you pick? Who did you pick? Uh, the Barbarian. Okay. Yeah, I just first. You know how I picked him, Sarge? Did, the you know, first one? The first, it was the first one. That's what I did. I was like, I was like, up ah, A, A. I was like, all right, let's go in. And I, I was just like, if I, don't, if I don't like him, I'll just switch to another. But I, I kind of like him. Um, I'm playing on just a normal level. I'm not going going like balls to the wall or anything like hard difficulty. I'm just kind of like going through the story, figuring out what the game is, or the mechanics and stuff are. I haven't done yeah, anything that, with the seasons yet. I'm only yeah, playing that, through the main that story. Game is always, that game is always, you know, once you get comfortable with Diablo, it's basically you just, like you're staring dead into the screen like this and just you're yeah. just doing the motions. Well, that's, 
you're just you're just doing the motions. It's not this. The story is there, but once you reach a high level, that's, that's like and, and you know and you know where the things are. You're basically doing a dead stare, I, and you're just kind of went going, through going it for the motions. Yeah, right now I my played years of it. My barbarian. Years. All I'm doing is like, so I build up my meter and then I do the spin attack. Right, so I'm like, sure. so I have this frenzy move. So I start off slow, and then I go click. Click, 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 and he goes up to a certain speed of, uh, of of slicing people. Well, while I'm doing this, my meter's going up, and then I go and just murder everybody real fast. And I go click, click, tornado, click, yeah. click, click, click. Uh, the, the real, the, the the good kind of tornado. Yeah. So I I actually I'm I like it, but at the same time, I have my companion with me, and so we're just destroying everything. I haven't played with anybody yet. Uh, I am enjoying it though. I am I am. I'm trying to get ready because Diablo 4 is coming out in, in June, I believe. Uh, June 6th, the beginning of June. It's a packed year for, for me, for the games that, I, that I'm that i interested in, right? So we have, starting off with Hogwarts Legacy comes out in February, Sarge, right? And that game, easy. Easy. 400 hours. Thousand, right? thousand hours. Easy 400. Hogwarts? Yeah, no, but I'm saying oh, easy for sure. 400. If, if you really want to yeah. go in, definitely over 1,000. But I got five weeks like play as much as I, I, I want to play because then well, Jedi Survivor comes out at the beginning of March, right? And then well, that this is, game this is all tentative. This is all tentative. Well, no, it's, it's a, well I don't think it's going to get yes. delayed, right? So sure. Jedi, Jedi Survivor uh, comes out in March, and then that's going to take me, I would say, a good two three weeks to play on stream because I'm I'm only playing like, like four hour stints uh, while I'm on stream. I don't know if I'll play it off stream. Uh, so I have that. Then we have a potential Transformers beta releasing sometime. The the rumors mill is like before the movie comes out. So we're talking like April, May-ish type of thing where that can come out. Uh, then you have um, Diablo coming out in June. Okay. Then you have Spider-Man coming out in the fall. So I have like four or five games this year that I'm purchase, like actual purchase. Right, I'm, I'm not even talking. It, it might be, it might be a busy year for you. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that Transformers. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Is free to play because that's not money out of my pocket up front, right? But we'll talk about that a little bit. One of the games I did pick up that I didn't play or pay is High on Life, right? So let me let me bring this up. We're still in the. Uh, I watched. Game, I watched. I watched the streams. I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the final stream where you actually finished the game, but I watched the beginning streams. Well. This is early it's on. It's very, it's it's very creative. Yeah, this is I early thought on. They did a great job. Uh, this game is a bunch of fun, man. It's it's a it's it's silly, it's it's a comedy. The writing in this, uh, I've never seen Rick and Morty. Never never seen Rick and Morty. Okay, so playing this game, I never know what that humor is of Rick and Morty. Everyone's like, oh, it's the guy from Rick and Morty. I'm like, okay, great. I don't know what that means because I've never seen Rick and Morty. Okay, I I get. Like I hear things and clips and, and whatnot. It's it's just the potty mouth humor of the next generation. Yeah, I would I would assume it's, it's like it's it's yeah. the Futurama slash Beavis and Butthead slash Family Guy slash. Yeah, it's, it's that, just it's Rick next... and Morty is this generation's just generations kind of yeah. foul mouth kind of comedy. Pair. So yeah, I think it's the game overall is just a really fun game overall. One, it knows what it is, right? It it knows what it's trying to be. Okay. It's very aware of itself. It makes fun of itself. Uh, it makes fun of gaming in general, like 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 the gun talks to you, talking to you, like breaking the fourth wall type of thing. Uh, so your 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 protagonist doesn't speak at all. You're a kid that likes playing video games, and your 
planets being invaded by aliens, and they're capturing humans to smoke them. Okay, so the alien race that's coming to to your planet to get the humans is literally getting you and killing you. It's almost like killer clouds from outer space, right? They like they like put you in a cocoon and type stuff. Liqu- liquefy, liquefy you and drink you and drink you. This is they put you in a thing in a chamber and they smoke you, right? They smoke other aliens across the galaxy and they find that you're like the greatest smoke ever. Okay, so that basically they're getting high on life of off the life. So, of bu- the so a bunch of hippies, a bunch of alien hippies are invaded Earth. Yeah, so that's where that's the plot line. Okay, the guns, the Gatlins that you're using, there's there's five guns, six weapons, five guns. You're using four major ones. You're using uh, Kenny here, which is the main gun. Okay, and he's got each gun has its own like special ability. So if you hit the RB button, he'll shoot like a goop. And they're very sexual innuendos and stuff in this game as well. Uh, I, I pretty course. much think they put a penis on my screen at one point, an alien penis, and uh, there's buttholes and shit. It's, it's, it's hilarious, right? It reminds me of South Park. So he has his ability that shoots a gob, a goob, or whatever out. Uh, there's another one called Gus, okay? And Gus is a, a frog. If I can fast forward here and see if I can... Get Gus on the screen. Yeah, there, there's Gus. Gus is a frog. Okay, he's a shotgun. He's also got a vacuum attachment to him, so he sucks guys towards you, and then you blow him with the, with a shotgun. He also has a uh, a specialty of a disc that like launches out and like ricochets off things, and that's what he's. Then we have Sweeney, which I don't have in this video, or Squeezy. Uh, she's a foul mouth uh, girl gun. And she's like the sniper rifle slash uh, needler, I guess you would uh, look at it from like Halo. So she shoots rapid fire, and then if you hold the charge, you can snipe, and it does power more powerful. And then she also, her special ability is she can stop time, like a time bubble, right? So there's like little puzzles and stuff you have to use it for. Then you have Creature, right? Creature, okay, Creature is this fat, obese gun that is a male, but he's got children, like, births babies, right? And these little babies start flying out, and they start running around the map, and they start eating things. So think of, like, piranhas, okay? But they're like children, and they and they start running around, and they eat. and then there's one that's pink inside the center. Shoot that with your special ability, and it, it mind controls, so it'll jump on an alien's brain, and, and then they get controlled and they start motor, uh, you know, mowing down other people and stuff, right? Mm. And then there's Let's Do It. Let's Do It is this electronic gun, okay? And it's, it, I was just laughing out loud every time because all he Term- says... Terminator? No, it's, it sounds like Sylvester Stallone. It sounds like Sylvester, let's do it! And, like, he's got brain damage, right? He's just messed up and they put him back together and he's just fried. The only thing he can say is his name, which is Let's do it. That's all he says. But he's so powerful. He, like this electronic uh, shockwave comes out and he just murders everything. It's it's so. So what's what's how how do you get re- ammo? Ammo just drops. It just it re-energizes on him. Like it just it's, okay. a, it's a timer type of thing. It, uh, it, I got that you. goes with all guns. Okay. Um, then there's knifey. Knifey is a Australian foul mouth knife, and he's just like like stick it, stick it in him. He's like, I just want to rip him out and shove him up on their asshole and just kill oh, him. Like he's... It sounds like Stabby from Futurama. Yeah, it's, his name is Knifey. In the very beginning, he talks a lot. Then he goes away because 
basically your grapple hook slash knife. So he's your melee. And you could do a melee run. They even say it in the game when you pick him up. He's like, he's like, yeah, just use me. Do, do an 80% run, right, with, with knifey. So you could just run around knifing people the entire time if you wanted to. It'd be super hard, but you could do it. Um, it, it, it seems to me when I when I looked at it and was watching you play, it reminded me of a expansion of the gun from Borderlands Two. Sort Do you of. remember the gun from remember the yeah. gun from Borderlands Two? Yeah, the one that talked where to it would talk to, it yeah. would talk to you, Shock, and then when you held down and you held down the trigger, it would go right. Like that to me is like they took that that was such a great moment in that game and they expanded it to make a whole game about it. The guns. I know some people are like, does it get annoying? The gun, but, but the guns are the are the show. Yeah. That's what it they is. They say, does it get annoying? And I don't, for me, it doesn't get annoying at all. I think the guns and the dialogue, the writing in this game is so good. Okay. It's just a fun time. And, and interested. And, and you know what? It's the perfect length. I, I beat it in about 10 hours, just the main story. You can go much longer because there's puzzles and things and secret things that you have to do. Uh, more of the story. You, just, uh, you did it straight through. I just did it straight through because the, the, the way I do content creation, I just want to, get through it as fast as possible uh, to do the story. And then I'll go back on my own time and kind of like finish it up. Right. Uh, Cause people don't want to see me run around trying to find like hidden chests. And stuff, you know what I mean, so I mean, some people do just some people do, a majority but, of them. Yeah, majority's done. 30, according to YouTube, 33.2% of those people like to see you right. watch for treasure right. chests. The, the dialogue, the, the, the dialogue is phenomenal though. Phenomenal. I applaud, I, I applaud them. Okay, I'm I get, no, them right I, now. I give them credit for making an attempt to do something different. I'm happy to see creativity take a chance. Well, they do. Okay, so the gunplay is not the best, but it's not terrible either. It's like right in the middle. Everything about this game is like right in the middle. It's a fun. I'll take it. It's just a fun game. And if you have Game Pass, give it a shot. All right. Don't play it with kids around because there's F-bombs and uh, sexual innuendos. And uh, there's literally a guy that gives you cum. Okay, there's a, a a gallon of a five gallon cum bucket that you carry around with you, and it gives you an achievement. So when people look at your well, achievement if list, we're gonna, if we're going to discuss it on YouTube, you can say semen. Well, it's well proper, that's what it is. It's a bucket of cum, right? So it literally goes into your achievement list. So it's always in your achievement list saying that you 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 took someone's cum right inside, and that's funny, right? That's funny because they that's what they did. Sure. So there's like chests that you find, and you get this money that you use for mods. So but the but the MSR but the MRSP didn't start a. a a petition no I uk don't. didn't shut down russia didn't send over more people to combat tiktok because right, of right. this game like there wasn't there wasn't an uprising to this game wasn't over the line because i'm pretty sure if this game came out at any other time it had been protested into oblivion yeah how did this game yeah. sneak through how did how did it do it, uh, it it's because they gave it away for free you know, you know what it is the ftc is too busy trying to stop microsoft's, microsoft's acquisition that's, of sony that's what it is uh, uh, against sony and that's why they yeah. like they fell, they fell through the cracks. So you can get mods for your weapons. For each of the mods, have, each of the weapons have their own mods. You can extend their length or do more damage and and and, and whatnot. Get extra bullets. Get extra stuff. Uh, great. I mean, honestly, boss fights are actually pretty fucking fun, man. Like they're not just fun because they they're, they're attacking, but they're thought provoking as far as like you got to constantly run around. And like swing or move because they take the floor away from you, or electric things come, or balls are starting to fly at you. And you, it Not reminds former. me of it reminds me of an old school game, okay. But at the same time, with like new type of thing, and and they constantly make you change weapons. So as you go through the bosses, you have to use your arsenal a little bit more. 
with each of them, okay? And so much so, they did a really good choice, in my opinion, where the guns, if you put Kenny away and start using Creature for a bit, okay? And then all of a sudden, you pull Kenny out. He's like, oh, I thought you were mad at me. He's like, oh, I thought, well, you know, why don't you use me? And then, and then you switch to Gus, and Gus is like, why, why didn't you use me? They make you feel guilty for not using them, right? Which is kind of like a play because you should be using them all the time on certain, uh, certain uh, minions that you're fighting. Do they, do they hint at it? Uh, yes, they do. So yep. if you're not using one, all of a sudden you'll hear him over the radio say, oh, use me, use me. Or if you're not using his special ability, they'll say, why don't you use my gobber? Why don't you use, you know, why don't you use this? They, they tell you they're like provoking you to use for, it. For, for short attention spans, you're zoning out. It's yeah. telling you what to do. I got it. Yeah, so it's, yep. it's, and then on top of this, inside the game, they have real movies play, okay? They have Tammy and the T-Rex playing in the living room television, and you can lit, sit there and literally watch the full movie on screen, okay? Oh, is that like the, the Grand Theft Auto shows on the TV yes. inside Grand Theft Auto? Their, they have their own thing? reality shows, they have their own news shows, they have real movies that play, okay? There's like four five different movies they have uh the movie of vampire hookers inside here that you can watch as well it's hilarious they also have a movie theater that you can teleport to okay and when you go into the theater they have three aliens sitting up front in the front row if you know where i'm going with this right the and, mystery of science theater yes it's mystery science theater but it's voiced by red letter media guys Right. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. And they're watching the movie and you're sitting behind them and they're just commenting on the movie that you're watching. And I was like, I, I, I got to do this. Like, it's just those small little details they've done in this. Uh, then there's like these two trash can guys that are blocking this door and they ask mm -hmm. you who's better looking and you either pick red or blue. And whoever you go with, that guy opens his door. They both lead to the same place. But now every time you walk by or you have to use that door, the red guy or blue guy, whoever you complimented, like, hey man, you can use my door anytime and starts to talk to you. And the other guy's like, fuck you, man. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. And he's like very angry because you didn't choose him, right? It's just little things like this. You, you know what it means? Do you know what it means when you make a game that's creative, takes chances, is fun? It's called making a game. Right. That's, that's, what, that, that's, what, that, that's what that looks like. Everyone kind of take a look at it, take a hard look at it. It's called make a game, sell a game. Yeah. So it's all. It's it's a fun yeah. game. I think there's actually more than three movies. Is there a comic? I think there's more than three. There's there's Tammy and the T Rex. There's the clown one. I don't know what the clown one. Uh, something. I think Mo watched that one. Uh, and then there's are there any movies vampire in the hookers? Game, are there any movies in the game that are making fun of specific actors? In, Tammy and the T Rex is literally Denise Richards and Paul Walker. Like it's like one of their first okay. movies ever. The tiny Tim, uh, yeah, whatever that, the, the tiny, uh, whatever that, a demon wind, that's it. Mo, I remember Mo saying he watched it. He watched it. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. I had a lot of fun playing it. Uh, so yeah, check it out. It's uh, high on life. It's, it's, uh, I, I, I'm I think. so happy to see a, a game that come out like that. I'm, I, glad, I'm glad. Is it doing well? I hope it did well. I don't know if it's doing well because it's on Game Pass, right? So. Well, they got, they got their, they got their deal, right? Right, but I don't know if, if it's coming on, uh, you know, if people are actually buying it or paying for it, whatever it is. I, I think Metacritic, like Metacritic is giving it good scores and whatnot. I think it's scoring like an 80, like high 80s, right? That's pretty good. I, I would like to see, now obviously we just had the Video Game Awards last week, okay? And 
this is like super early into the next year's running. But I'm not saying it's going to win game of the year, but I would like to see this game. Does it count? Does it count because of when it came out? It goes to next year? Yeah, it comes out. Does it, does after, it count after that way? November 18th, it goes into the next year. Next year? Yeah. Okay. So I would like to see this game get nominated for multiple awards. I don't think it'll win any of them. Okay. I, I might. But I would like to see this game get get nominated big time for, for different categories. Writing, uh, just gameplay, you know, just just art, art direction and stuff like that. I, I think this game is a is a sleeper if you if you haven't done it. And if you don't like to laugh, then don't play the game because if you like well, to that's laugh, kinda, that's that, that's kind of cruel. That's like saying yeah. you don't like I, I'm the kind of person that doesn't like music like you. You're a serial killer. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah, don't if you if you don't like to laugh, don't play the game because this game is hilarious. It it will make you laugh. It'll make you laugh. It's it, it's worth the money. Yeah, it's worth the money because it's free. <laughs> it's worth the price of a mission. It's definitely. I would pay. I'll be honest though. Would I pay seventy dollars for this if it was a full full fledged? Oh, you can see it's gar garbage pail kids in here as well, like collectible cards and stuff. Um, would I pay seventy dollars for this game? I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay seventy dollars, but I would pay. Sixty dollars, and uh, you know, or I would wait till to go on sale for like 50, 50 bucks, right? But it's because of the time frame. The time frame, I pay seventy dollars for ten hours or something like that. Even if it was like fifteen hours, um, but it is worth. I would, I wouldn't be mad if I paid seventy dollars. Though I'll be honest with you, I, I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was great. <clears throat> I pay for DLC. I would pay for DLC you, as well. I would, Reese. If would you, would you, would you judge it the same way that we judged? Um... What was that one that um, that other company came out that was it made everyone compared to Fallout, Outer Worlds? Is it kind of like Outer Worlds kind um, of thing? Yeah, it, it's got a huh. it's got a little bit of a feel because of the space and the aliens and stuff mm. like that of Outer Worlds, but uh, it's its own thing, man. Like, the gun... no, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying, but Outer Worlds had a lot of yeah, ridiculous humor, 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 over, the it, yeah. top, over the top, over the top things. Like... The, the the guns are the selling point. The guns sure. that people think they're going to get annoyed with is the selling point, the the story that goes on with them. And there's a, there's a moment in the game that's really trippy. Like, you literally get high, and there's this moment that you're going through, and you're like, wow, this is pretty free. It's it's a good, it's it's very good. It's a very good it's pro game. It's promoting, it's promoting drug use to children. I don't understand why this game did not get boycotted <laughs> in England. What the fuck is going on in England? They let this game slide it's on Game Pass, bro. It doesn't make any sense. This game would have been buried if this game tried to be sold anywhere. It would have been buried. Now, nostalgic. We won't. We won't talk about it till uh, the later later in the show. Probably the last thing we cover because me and Sarge are gonna. If you were with us last night playing Division, if you're in chat, we were talking back and forth at the very end. Like we'll probably do that again tonight. Uh, for so the many podcast. possibilities. It's just so many possibilities. All right, so one of the uh, one of the stories I want to talk about. Well, that's actually are any other games? I don't think I've, I've, I'm playing any other games. You playing any no, other no. games? No, no. We 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 have chewed up the clock on this one. That's okay. That's it's our show. We do. It. All right, let's go to the top stories. All right, so story number one. This is coming in from uh, World of Warcraft. Now, this means maybe nothing to majority of you, right? But it says, Citizens of Azeroth, okay? With great joy to announce that Chris Menitz, Metzis, 
okay, is, has joined the Warcraft leadership team as creative advisor. Chris focuses initially will be on World of Warcraft when his work will expand to other projects across the growing franchise. Chris was one of the original team members working on the Warcraft universe back in the uh, back when it began in 1994, and was so happy to reunite. So the reason I'm saying this is for people that do follow Activision and World of Warcraft. One of the guys that's old school, original, is coming back into the fold to try to help, you know, World of Warcraft and Warcraft and anything else they have, which is also goes into the next story, which I think is pretty fun, is the uh, <laughs> the producer of Battlefield 4 producer returns the DICE to lead the franchise. So, you know, Vince Sampella from Respawn took over DICE, okay? Got a lot on his plate. They're making like a universe for, for, for DICE. <clears throat> This guy, okay, he announces his return on Twitter. Former Battlefield producer reveals that he's leading the franchise following the turbulent launch of Battlefield 2042. Well, hello, Battlefield community. I'm back, he said. This time around, things will be very different in a good way, and I'm super eager to make the future of Battlefield brighter and better than ever. So Dave Surland uh, is coming back, and he worked on from... He began with the company with Battlefield 2, and he worked all the way up until Battlefield 4, and then he left. Well... A lot of you remember after Battlefield 4, right? So he worked on all he worked on the good ones. Yeah, he worked on Bad Company, Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4. You know the ones he didn't work on? <laughs> he didn't he, he didn't work on Hardline, okay? So he says back in 2005 he went to work on Battlefield Bad Company after exi uh, exiting the company to pursue other projects, he returned with Battlefield 4. Okay, oh, so he didn't work on Battlefield 3. He worked on Battlefield 4, and then went on to produce Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. And he left, and now he's coming back again. Okay, so Battlefield 5 was the time he didn't give a shit. He was like, senior year, leaving again, go do something else. He says, uh, what his new role entails is the head of the franchise. He'll find out eventually. Information on what actually means is more detail will spill as time goes on, he added. But rest assured, I'm going to be... Uh, going to listen to your feedback, your woes, your ideas, the champions of the game. You would love to play. See you on the battlefield. So this is this is good stuff, right? <clears throat> We've been shitting on Battlefield it, it, for about, it is about four for, years, five years now. It is for a moment. It's dead air. They know. They know. They know. They can't fix what they did, so they go back to the people that started it for help to say what the f is going on right right they brought back the other uh, the disney guy again they're bringing back the same disney guy again after he left twice like i don't understand like you you don't know what's going on so you bring back the same right. guy for, like coming there's back. no there's there's this no other ceos in the, on the planet that want to run disney for a year and get paid a big fat check to fix that fucking mouse like i don't understand what's happening yeah, like a lot of people coming back to their old jobs man but but read his title to me. Read me the title. He doesn't of the have guy a title. He was, he was a he was a producer before. We don't know what yeah. his title is now, but he's coming yeah. back to Battlefield. And, and what's the and what was the title of the guy from from WoW? Uh, he's what, what creative, was the title you said? Uh, hold on one second. He is creative advisor. He's a, his Warcraft oh, okay. team as creative advisor. There there you go. They're gonna still do their shit, and they're gonna go. Hey, what about this? And he goes, yeah, it's decent, but you could do this. <laughs> yeah, but we could do this, right? Yeah. Good. That's his job. Okay. Think about it for a moment. The longevity of WoW. This is not a piss poor game. It's had its ups and downs. It had a lot more ups in the early parts 
a little bit of downs in the middle. And then, of course, it trails off just like everything else does, right? That is like the catalyst for MMOs. WoW has been around. It's almost 30 years. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know how long you want a game to run for that you bring back the guy from back in time to go hey we want to make sure we keep the game going he just goes how about you just let that game go like, like 20, I think 30 years, years like 28 years I, later I think 30 years is enough man listen I'm not saying shoot it okay all I'm saying is you got your money out of it like you have done all you can do with that game you have a giant studio that have invented some of the greatest games ever. Do something else. Pat, I just want you to know. Just do something else. Pat, I, I moved. He, he, I moved. Sarge, Sarge didn't lay back in his chair. He moved up. I moved. He, he, I, I knew he couldn't last. I knew he couldn't last. All I had to do was bring up Battlefield. You, ba you, baited, you baited me. You baited me. <laughs> you baited me. So Battlefield, Battlefield, look. I want Battlefield. I give Battlefield crap just like I give my son crap. I want my son to succeed. I want him to do good at stuff. So I give him constructive criticism, right? Because I don't want him to just go about thinking that what he's doing is good. I want to be, yeah, hey, you got to be, you you gotta gotta be a dream smasher, bro. What are you right, talking about? Right. You got to be a dream smasher, yeah. reality, right. reality check. Okay. Battlefield to me is, is like one of those things where you have to give. Uh, insert your favorite game, chat. Whatever your game is, right? If people didn't bitch or complain about a game, then you're just going to get the same shitty game over and over. Why? Because it sells. And the only way, right? So the people that are like super positive about something that weren't in on the ground floor, you see what I'm saying? Like Battlefield 1942, by the time it got to Battlefield Bad Company 2 or Battlefield 3, a lot more people came on board, but if you were one of those people that played every single game up until that point, you saw what it could do, you saw what they did, and then you saw the change. And everyone's like, oh, this is this is fantastic. And you're like, no, no, this is not fantastic, right? This is what it should be. This is what it needs to be. This, And then add to that. Don't take away stuff and then add stuff and go, this is it, right? Because then you get Madden, right? That's what you get. You get the lowest common denominator and sell for the highest profit possible right by changing nothing but the roster they didn't even change the faces they put a house in the middle of the field they didn't even change the background anymore it's just the same thing with the same i understand a stadium's a stadium but change the fucking year on the actual title that's on the stadium you see what i'm saying like when when people don't complain they get complacent and they just like yep everything's fine Everything's fine. If it wasn't for the people that bitch and moan about this is garbage, this needs to change. When you see a dev talk about we're listening, they're not listening to the people with the positivity, right? Because that's not constructive criticism. They're like, I love everything you do. And they're like, that's it, folks. Wrap it up. We don't got to do anything. They love us. Okay? No, they're listening to the people that are like, dude, this gun is broke. Okay? can't do anything with it there's no point of actually playing it there's no other reason to get any other gun in the game because this gun is the greatest gun in the game and they're like fix that right if it was are oh, you you're referring to you're referring to the famas shotgun from would, back in the battlefield days whatever it doesn't matter what gun it Where is goes, right because this thing this thing could take out planes <laughs> it's like it's like what yeah. you just fire straight up in the air and you see the plane crash i loved i loved the battlefield friends they were so on point 
with what was happening yeah. in those games when they when they, when we were playing. I love those guys. Yeah, yeah, no, the the questions will be answered at the end, Jesse. So if you submit questions throughout the show, we will read them during a question segment of the show. So, yeah, so I I I'm happy to see that Battlefield is making changes. Now, obviously, we're still in the middle of the shit pile, right? So I'm up here, and shit, I can't, I'm like, I, I can see, I can see, right? But I'm, I'm trying to get out of it. Hopefully, Battlefield 24-2, no matter what they do, is done, right? They could fix it all they want, but we all know it gets fixed when the next Battlefield comes out. So hopefully, the changes and stuff that they're making to these games to fix this game, they take the changes and fixes from the Battlefield 2042 and implement them into the next Battlefield game, what they're working on, so you don't have the same scenario that you had with Battlefield 2042 or Battlefield 5. But how long did they fix Battlefield 5 for before they just gave up and said, screw it? Two years. And then Two how years. long And then how long after that before Battlefield 42 came out? Well, Battlefield 42 was all hands on deck. It was the next year. It was the following year. No, it's because so. uh, the last game came out. Battlefield 5 came out in 2008. So it was three years was after. It? Yeah. 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 But it took them two years. Took them two years to fix it. So nineteen, right? Twenty, yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, yeah. we're we're talking, I guess, Battlefield, uh, whatever the next all, number is. Don't forget, they have they they do the same thing that COD does. They rotate the, the development team. It's not the same development team. They're, they're rotating. No, it's the same. Team. No, dice, dice is dice. Yeah, are you sure? Because yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, they're rotating. Duty, Call of Duty comes out. They have three Treyarch. Uh, uh, I forget the other guy. Uh, Battlefield only has dice. That, oh, that was it. That, that's my fault. I, that's my they're, fault. I think I was confusing it with they're with building God. up. They're building up a team because they want to make. They they're trying to make Battlefield like Call of Duty, and I don't mean like Call of Duty as far as like the the fundamental of what Call of Duty is. They're trying to push them out like that. That's why they're making a Battlefield universe. That's why Vince Sampella is putting other studios. I think there's three studios now working on, uh, working on Battlefield games or whatever some way shape or form i mean there is a possibility that it might work but they're chasing cod's money they want cod's money i get it but th we've talked about it in the past they they stopped identifying as a battlefield game and now they're just trying to copy a cod game right. that's all they're they trying lost to their do. identity in there and they're they need to find their identity and then see what works works with that they're doing something right now they just came up with an update for the next three weeks or i think it, it hasn't started yet um it goes i think it starts next week and then it goes up until January 10th. They're, they're doing a thing where each week there's a different game mode coming out. And one, the first one is 32 versus 32. The second week is 16 versus 16. And then the last week is all out 64 versus 64. And there's like different game modes that you're, you're doing. Um, so they're trying different things out. I, I haven't played it in a week or so. Um, so I, I'm not really sure. I, sh I saw it on Twitter right before we, we went live. So like, again, I'm, I'm happy that they're trying to fix it. But again, 2042 is just that fun thing to play but it's not going to get fixed the next game will come out before that gets fixed it's just it's just the way they they go about it it the the identity was lost quite a bit ago and it was pretty self-explanatory what kind of game it actually was and the fun factor came from the fact where it was a historical moment and then you got to change history on a really cool map that wasn't divided into three lanes. And then after you played the map several times, you you and your team would figure out where, where the choke points were and where to go and what not to do. And right. You know, I, I, I there's there's certain aspects I know why they changed, you know, 
like the fact that you used to spawn in a plane and it's already going because inevitably I, the, I the, the ace the ace the ace pilots would just continuously bomb your airfield so you couldn't get a plane in the air yeah but you know like what? that's what they would do that's but but that's part but of the game but that right but at that point that's what that was pinning your pinning the air force down was strategy that's that's actually like, what happens you, in real life I, I i know but they don't they don't allow that to happen because people cry right right it like, was, right, but, but, in the air so they yeah, go up in the but, air and go and, and crash in three yeah, seconds but, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> like you got bombed and there wasn't a way to stop it. There were AA guns all around the airport. Right. So right? That's I miss I miss the times because when that would happen, everyone starts off, you have your airs helicopters and planes in the air and you're all fighting. Yep. And then what happens is whoever loses their planes first, then the plane starts circling your air base, right? And you get yep. the AA gun you're firing. They get snipers in position to snipe the guys off the AA guns where they're doing buzzing runs. It's right? rock, paper, scissors right. all day long. That was that was the chemistry and what the game that was, was that was no that was the meta then no i know that but the, what i'm saying is that's not in the game anymore which is a core no, no, part, it's just chaos it's a it's core chaos. part of what the battlefield experience was right yes it's sort of like high on life the guns talking are the point of the game like that's what's moving the game that's what makes it fun this is all part of battlefield like trying to get the worst part about that was they didn't want people fight for the helicopter remember Battlefield friends at the best. You would get in the helicopter everyone and get got hot, and they would just start everyone, shooting. Them. <laughs> right, right, they'd shoot everybody out of the because helicopter. Everybody wanted. Out. Everybody wanted to pilot the helicopter. Well, they would die in three seconds, and the people that are playing the game are going, "Dude, I'm the good pilot. Let me fly the copter." And they're like, "I want to play the but, copter," and then they crash. Uh, uh, and all they had to do, all they had to do, was add a tutorial section to practice flying a helicopter or plane. And that would have solved the problem. But instead, they're like, no, we're just going to let people spawn inside the vehicles. We're just going to get rid of all of this altogether. And it's like, yeah. what? Well, what you would do is what I found out was people would just stay in the spawn screen wait, and they're waiting for the vehicle right. to spawn. Right, as soon as it pops up, you they, they, they would snipe, They would snipe yeah, spawn Yeah, so instead of vehicle. fighting on the actual airways now, you're fighting in the menu system. You're waiting for right. that Every, to pop right. Everyone's up. waiting yeah. for it yeah. to pop. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing that happened in Star Wars Battlefront uh, 2015. Right when you had the coins, oh, you had to chase, you had to chase you would those just wait around the get... coin, and as soon as it appeared, you would run towards uh, yeah. it. You see everyone run it's towards just, it. It's so dumb. <laughs> it just, it was so dumb. It was it's the way stupid. they implemented it. Implemented it. They, they but, fixed but the, it in Battlefield version, Two. Battlefront Two. Yeah, but the, but the original Battlefield. Remember the original Battlefield Two that you'd just be playing. It would and ask then it you. Would just, it, it would just. It would assign it to you. Yeah, like it would ask you. Hey, you, by the way, do you want to be? Do you want to be this guy? And you would say no, I don't want it. Then it would give it to the other person. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That, but it would, it that would was ask, a good system. It would, ask, it would ask somebody during the round when someone else would well, die. At least, at least you, now so you couldn't just you couldn't just bogart. Yeah, but but you have to remember you get those guys to get the full purple gear in Battlefield Two, the new one, not the old one. Well, Battlefield, Battlefield Two, 2 yeah. the new one, yeah. where they have all purple gear. Yeah. And they're just they just run amok for the whole match. Well, right? They're they're they the hero. It. They're they, the hero for the entire it. match. Right. They earned it. Okay, but 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 there's no but there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground anymore. It's like he just I'm Darth Maul. That's it. Like. Well, I, know, no, I know how to well, I know how to no. kill people and stay alive. Well, if they stay alive, right? if they die, they can't get it again because they're out of out of the money, and someone else can get it. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. <laughs> because they've been they they've killed so many people. They've got right, so they many got credits. So they currency. go right yeah. back in. Yeah, they yeah. go right back in and buy it again. Hey, listen, it, it, times change. You're it, it, you're it's supposed to be fun first. You can change it, but don't lose the identity of the game. Yeah, it's but there's they. There's so many. Look, take a minute and go through 
tonight when you're off done watching the show and just pick out first person shooters, how many there are. There are so many like that. There's a, there's that new one that came out. It's world war one. Everyone's got a bolt action rifle. All it is is sniping. The whole match is sniping. That's all it is. Unless you get close and you switch to your pistol, then it becomes a pistol battle and then it becomes a knife battle. Right. But it's fun for 20 minutes. And then afterwards, all the time and effort they put in to make the map look cool for World War One, the mat, the, the fun is over because I have a bolt action rifle and I'm sniping the entire match. Like that's the game. So I'm always a little weary about how they construct their games to 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 be sustainable. If you want it to be a cool game, like listen, we we played it a couple weeks ago or a month ago, Battlefield One. It's still fun. It's chaotic. It's yeah. crazy. People are running all over the place. Like it, it's just a fun game to play, right? There's a giant blimp driving around. Come on, man. Like there are guys, like when we first started playing the game and you thought it was an actual factor, like we we like time out and try to figure out how to destroy the blimp as fast as possible. We figure out how to kill the gondolas really quick. Everyone would get on an AA gun. Guys in planes who knew what, what rockets thing to use. And like you would see guys jumping out of the planes, landing on the landing on the blimp, throwing down the explosives, yeah, the explosives. on yeah. on the blimp, yeah. and they'd be fighting each other. It reminded me of the Flash Gordon ending. Yeah. When everyone's fighting on that giant yeah. spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're fighting. That's what it felt like to me when it when, Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just fun. And now you have this World War One game that looks amazing, but after 20 minutes, you're like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Like I just like you suck the fun out of the reason why I want the game. It's just strange to me. I know you're chasing the money, right? But well, once again, all these games have to learn there's a life expectancy on your game. Why not, just for the sake of argument, why not just try to make a good, complete game, then sell a shit ton of them, and then when everyone stops playing it, you don't care anymore. Instead, we make the minimal viable product. I milk it for three and a half years. I then get fed up and my team doesn't want to look at the game anymore. And they say they stop supporting the game. And then a year later, we repeat the same process with the same right. broken ass game. Like, how is that better financially for you? Oh, I know because all games are digital now. There's no middleman and you raised it $10, which means that the price of the game is full profit, full profit, right. not partial profit, full profit. So $70 goes to the company plus MTX and DLC and this. And uh, so you don't have to worry about it anymore. I can release, I can release a flaming turd in your yard and you will praise me for six months. Well, speaking of turds, Okay, what would I? What would you say, Sarge? I didn't tell you we were doing this. I just I forgot about the story. What would you say about a DC Justice League open world game? Right now, I know you've done it already. Right. Well, there's We've that, done it there's, already. There's, there's there's DC Universe Online, but here's yep. the next game, Sarge. Check this. Yep. Check this. Oh, please, please are, bring are it ready? up. Are you ready for this? Are you, are you yeah, ready? I'm. I'm sitting down. The graphics. So this the is the graphics. Best. Maybe you should stand up, Sarge. Are you ready for the graphics here? Now. I just want you to picture this, right? Once you see this, I just want you to picture who is this for? 
Okay. Who is this for? Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Okay. OG Outright Games. That horse armor. Okay. That horse armor pissed me off to no end. You have no idea. Who is this for, Sarge? Okay. Who is this fucking for? This is a open world Justice League game where you could be Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman in and and Flash. They're just going after the kids, man. That's it. In the cartoon They're going after the younger... style. Who? Four-year-olds? Yes. Yeah. Who? Yeah. What? Six-year-olds, probably. Five or six-year-olds. Yeah. Absolutely. This is this is ridiculous. Well, this... it's not any it's not any, it's not any as, as bad as uh that Transformers game, Battleground game. Which got taken off I mean, Game Pass today. Well, it's because it was broken. Well, it's because more than that. Because of, of well, you, well they, what? Because transformers are in people's brains now, so yes. they, they think they're gonna get the yes. they're gonna they're, they're gonna start away, selling so transformer pe- yes, game. Yes, that's exactly why they took it away. Right? Well, so, I got news for you. The game the game crashes. It, you can't finish it. I tried to finish it for three months. I could not finish the game. So it locked. It kept crashing. I played that. It was it was mid. Oh yeah, it was terrible. The, it was nostalgia. Terrible. Did you did you finish it? It was, it was nostalgia. Terrible. Did you finish it? Because I couldn't finish the game. It kept it kept crashing. It was terrible. It was a terrible game. I played the first like I don't know. I want to say two hours, and I was just like, "This is awful." This is awful too. This Justice it's League game. Like, no, it's it's awful for you. No, it's awful. It, it's, it's awful because little Timmy, little Timmy's gonna love being Superman. Timmy, I don't understand what you're talking about. Little Timmy's not buying comics yet. Little Timmy is not playing this game. Little Timmy doesn't know. Well, little Timmy, Little Timmy will never buy comics. He's got a he's got an iPad. That's true. Read comics on his right. iPad. He's little never going to buy a comic. He's going to jerk off to to Wonder Woman Pixel here. Okay, that's what he's going to. He's like, oh, I love Wonder Woman. Let's fast forward thirty years. Wonder Woman from Chaos Justice League was just so good looking. It was just so amazing. Like like, what are we doing here? DC. We already such... solved. We already solved this problem. DC we went through. Is we, in we, such we... disarray. We told Game them how to wise, fix DC. and now also movie wise, which I'm not even going to go into. Go ahead, Sarge. No, no, it, it, we we already fixed this problem with DC. We 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 told you how to do this game from the beginning. You start with Batman. He built his billionaire badass. He builds the Hall of Justice. He starts talking to Superman. The game would develop, and as you unlock missions, you unlock the new heroes. You would unlock. Uh, Flash, you would unlock the Green Lantern, you would unlock Wonder Woman, you'd unlock, you would unlock the Justice League would form, the next level of the game would happen, then the Legion of Doom would appear, and then you'd go into boss battles. Like, we've solved DC's problems from the time we talked about it the first time they fucked up their game. Nobody wants to do what needs to be done to make a comic book game fun, right? It's always about this other stuff going on. Like, just make it fun. Right. Let the game build itself. Let me construct the Hall of Justice. Let me build the team of heroes. And then once I max them out and I think I'm a badass, then the game drops the Legion of Doom on me and goes, fuck you and your maxed out stats. (laughs) Now you got to fight these guys. Like, that's the way it should have been done. But we play this game where we're like, oh, we don't know what kind of story we want to take and how, how they'll feel about it. And uh, what will people think if Wonder Woman doesn't... Uh, uh, no one cares. Nobody cares. We just want to have a fun superhero game, right? The, the possibilities are endless, and they take the least approachable way to do it, to make everyone question what they're doing. Like, I, why? Why? Like, 60 years of comics, 75 years of comics, the stories are all there. 
They're all there. Half the people who wrote them are dead. You don't have to pay anybody. Pick up a comic, right. write right. a fucking story from a comic book. Only six guys left will remember the damn story because they're the only ones left who have the damn comic, and you'll have a story. But we pretend like we can't write. I can't write. I can't think. I'm not imaginative. But I want to make video games. What are you doing with the microphone, Sarge? Stop moving and stop touching it. It's like an earthquake over here. Uh, so from that disaster of Justice League game coming out to the next, the next story, Sarge, which is Fable is being delayed by Microsoft's gaming engine policy. Okay. So the company reportedly has a policy of using only internal game engines to develop the first-party titles. Now, I said something's up here in the very beginning when I heard Playground Games was working on Fable. I said, hey, look, I'm not going to criticize it because I don't know anything yet, but it seems a little odd that you're making a game company that made car, car games, beautiful car games, and they're going to try their, their piece inside Fable's universe. And I was like, okay. So, was noticeably absent during the recent concluded Game Awards, despite the fact the company is poised for some great year. Now, with the release of AAA titles Starfield and Redfall over the next 12 months, uh, uh, one game and fans hope to see uh, hear about is Fable. The upcoming game is a reboot of the video game series that is the first release in 2004 and developed by the how-defunct Lionhead Studios, and the reboot is being developed by Playground Games, makers of Forza Horizon, which is a fantastic game. Okay, so new reports suggest that Microsoft's internal policy is causing development issues for the new Fable game. Windows Central's Jez Corden uh, reports Microsoft is forcing devs to work on the upcoming Fable reboot to use internal tools and engines, saying it's hard to know for sure where the difficult lies for the Microsoft and the first party games output. Some have blamed Microsoft's internal rules around contract workers as causing unnecessary churn and see projects lose key staff or higher than usual bias. This is the thing we talked about before where they're doing the 18-month rotation and they're getting like rid of people and then bringing other people in. They can't really find because the they footing. Don't want to, they, because they don't want to promote them. You pay them as low as you can. You keep them right. for as long as you can, and then you rinse and repeat. Right, they gotta because keep, people, people need to work. Well, they got to keep the cost down because they. it's like the Netflix model, right? When I work, I, when I, I, work I, don't, the, I don't believe no, no, that for a moment. No, listen to me. When I worked in the film industry, they, to make a tele, to television show, you would work on a television show for like six months, right? And I'm getting my day rate for six months, right? Every day, five-day work weeks, you'd be off for the weekend. But then when the Netflix model came in, okay, to do a TV show, they got to keep their costs down. So instead of working six months, they do it within six weeks, and they're shooting one episode a week, right? So that you're taking a job that you would have for 25 weeks, and now you're working for nine. Okay, to keep their costs down so they can charge more money for the subscription model. Here's where the thing lies. This is why I think Game Pass is great value for the customers. Okay, but it's terrible for the industry as a whole because they're going to have to keep their costs down, right? They're going to take these first party title games and they got to keep the cost down because when they put it onto Game Pass, Game Pass is only making $10, $15 per person. They have to get in the Hundreds of millions of people, like Netflix does, with 200 million people plus, to make that money back, right? To make better games. Now they're making money hand over fist. Good for the good for the people that are are, are playing because they think it's a good value. But it's terrible for what it's going to do to the industry. Anyway, I've been told the internal politics over engine uh, use also leads to development problems in games like Fable and Halo Infinite, as Microsoft sought to use own tools rather than full featured industry standards like Unreal Engine, which for uh, with further. Uh, exhibits the problems, exaggerates, sorry, 
problems around the training contractors only to lose them mid-project. So earlier rumors suggest that Playgrounds Games will use the uh, apparently named Forza Tech game engine, which powers the Forza series to develop Fable. This lines up with the report that Microsoft and the policy to use internal game engines. Uh, your Anthem complaining right now, like EA made them use the Frostbite engine. And here we are, an engine that wasn't used for that type of game. And they made them use that, that type of game instead of using another engine. So it says the, this lines up with the report that Microsoft policy is to use internal engines. Forza Tech is developed by uh, Turn 10 Studios for Forza and also been trademarked by Microsoft in 2015. The rumor also suggests the studio is downscaling in upcoming games because developers were having difficulty adapting the game engine to an open world RPG. No kidding. No I, kidding. Like I said this in the very beginning and I'm not even a developer. Okay. Sh I'm shocked. Yeah. Even Xbox Shocking. Game Studio Chief Matt Booty had some skepticism about the decision of, big, of having Playground Games develop an RPG game. He also has, however, recently reported that Fable's development team has overcome early issues. He says, quote, there's stuff I wish I could share and show because some of these things I've seen are just so encouraging. Booty said that Fable's but... development, there's a danger sometimes that you don't want to have an RPG team go to make a racing game or vice versa. You don't want yes. the shooter team to make the kids building block game get, yes. get in trouble there. Okay. Quote, but playgrounds has a great technology base. Now we've got the passion for the IP and then we just got some such demonstrated uh, commitment to the craft and quality during some of the first reviews. I share a little skepticism and look, and I feel like they could get they kind of going off the limb here, but I, I, I think that the rest of it, I'm excited for everyone else to see it. Booty added. So the team from EDOS Montreal is reportedly supporting playground games with this work on Fable. Now, we reported this a couple of weeks ago. I said, so Eidos Montreal is helping them. I said, that's not a good sign. That means they're having problems with the game. And here we are just, I don't know, five weeks later. And now we hear more problems happening with the Fable game. Now, so when is it supposed to come out? It, there's, no, there's no time frame for when it's supposed to come yep. out. So, so yep. now, Sarge, I'm, I'm concerned because I like the Fable franchise, right? I like the Fable franchise. And I don't ever, even though we talk a lot of crap about a lot of companies and a lot of games. We talk crap because not, of the proof in the pudding. We don't talk crap. I'm talking about the facts. Right. R proof is in the pudding. Well, the problem here is that I said it from the very start. I said, oh, Playground Games is making it. I go, that's a little odd that you would make a racing car division, make a RPG. Now, if you want to make an RPG racing car game, sure. But you're making a Fable game. And I'm like, are these the right fit? And I feel like we're going to get a Halo all over again when 343 took over from Bungie to make the thing, right? Like Lionhead Studios made Fable and now they're gone. They got evolved or dissolved, I should say, sorry. And now they're like, hey, uh, we have this game Fable. We need someone to step up in, a, in the Microsoft Studios and Playgrounds is like, I guess we'll take it. Like, And now there's issues, right? There's issues where they have other studios helping out. I don't think we're going to, even when this game comes out, they, it said in the article that they they're don't. downsizing the scale of it, right? So now it was this giant game, whatever it was. It was a Beyond Good and Evil 2, basically. And now it's turning into uh, uh, Skull and Bones, right? <laughs> you see but, what I'm saying? But don't, you, but don't you see the factors involving in the degradation of the gaming development? It's because if they want you to use a specific engine that they are using in-house... That's because they don't want to charge the fee for using somebody else's engine, right? right? So they're they're trying to put a square peg into a round hole. 
if you know that the engine for the racing game isn't going to go well for Fable, then why do you take the risk? It's because they know that they only have to sell a certain number of units and lie to whoever they have to in order to get the money that they have to have back. It doesn't matter. It's a first-party title game. They only needed to make it work on Game Pass. But you still need to collect the cash of the deal. You, whatever the deal is going to be, it has to be. The so they have to make sure the that seller. they are cutting. They are cutting costs wherever possible so the deal can be lower. But that the That's first party titles are they're they're not making money off of those. First party titles are coming day and date on Game Pass one hundred percent. They're not making money. They're not selling sixty dollars, seventy dollars copies at GameStop. They're selling, they're using this title, they're using Halo, they're using any other title that's first party title to sell Game Pass, okay? And and this is the problem, this is, this is what lies in the problem of Game Pass, right? For at least first party titles, if you're bringing third party titles in and bringing it onto Game Pass to give a value there, sure. But these first party title games suffer because they either come out way too early, like Sea of Thieves did, and now four years later, it's it's fantastic. Or you get the problem like Halo when it comes out where they had to downscale two-thirds of the game to come out and, it's, and they're fixing it one year after the fact to fix the base game of it. And they're still adding stuff to it, okay? So much so that they're, they're so far behind, they had to put Forge Mode in there because they want you to make the game to keep yourself busy while they're working on the game, right? They're not going to make or break the franchise. This is just yet another example how they're going to take another franchise that was already dead that they brought back and killed it to bring back one more time to put it to a company that has no idea how to make an RPG because they make fantastic car games, okay? And now they're they're putting them in, this, in the spotlight where they're like, it's, if it comes out and it's not perfect, they're going to be like, what a, what a poor decision to give it to Playground Games, and it, and it tarnishes their name. But it doesn't change. But, but they're passionate, it, Viking. That's it, right, it, they're it, passionate. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't change because this is now standard. Right. This is the way they make a game. You take a studio that never knew how to make an RPG, and then you're going to make a driving team make an RPG. And you say to yourself, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense because they're not really strong in that suit. But this game's been delayed how many times? This game's been trying to be made how many times? They, they probably got left behind. They didn't have enough resources. They didn't get enough funding. Nobody wanted to back them. And so now they keep trying to sell this game to somebody in order to get some more money. And when they find out that they can't, they now have to cut corners. And so when you cut corners, they have to use this engine. You're going to use a secondary team or a tertiary team. Like, it, it, it's, it's over and over again. It's... It's never about making the game and selling the game. It's about how can we get it out the door, least cost possible. Bare, it's, bare becoming a, it's, right. it's becoming a cookie cutter issue, not a passion issue about how much we like gaming, right? And this, the proof is not me making this up. Look how many guys have left studios. Look yeah. how many guys who've had great jobs working in the studio after time and time again, the game has all this turmoil, overworked, underpaid, crazy things trying to be put in here and instead of just trying to make the game proper the unlimited growth numbers in their heads always have to be growing always have to be expanding games are getting more complicated they're not going to be that it's not scalable the way that they want it to be so they have to do whatever it takes in order to milk the cow better that's it that's where we are that's why every time I see a AAA title that looks decent, I'm already concerned about how many people they owe and what was the compromises they needed to get that game out, right? Those are my first questions. Like, 
I question Hogwarts. I pray Hogwarts got to be the way the be the game that it wanted to be. Right. I pray right. that it's half well, as it's good third, as I believe third, it is. It's a third party game, so it's it's in better shape than the first party title for Xbox. Uh, I get it, but it's the same deal, right? It's a high-pressure game. Yeah, but they have to where sell if that it, game. If it, That's not on a service, uh, right? They have to uh, sell that game. They're looking to get $70 for each of those games. Fable, <clears throat> first-party title, they're getting $0 for that game. That game's name is selling on Game Pass and Game Pass alone. But do you but do you think that anyone actually has any merit or, or any, any skin in the game if you're trying to make a game that you're just throwing on Game Pass? They look. They've said it themselves. They've said they failed to put first party title. Look at look at Sony, God of War, Spider Man, Horizon, uh, uh, Returnal. Right? Like they have all of these games that are first party titles that are coming out for the system. And what does Xbox have? Forza, Halo. Forza's good. Halo was broke when it came out. Right? And still trying to fix it. Right? There's other titles that are coming out. Sure, you have this uh, this little hit here of uh, High on Life. Which is a, a, one of the things to, but when you take the big name companies, the games, the titles, the IPs, and you're like, yeah, Halo's not gonna make a break. Fable, well, it's in bad show, it's in bad state, but we'll, it will we'll be fine. It doesn't matter if it's fine because if it comes out in 2025, 2026, 2027, whatever, it's gonna be a, a, a less than half of what the game was because of the engine they're working on. And think about that. Why not take the time? Get people that worked on an engine and work on that engine because Microsoft doesn't want to give the 30%, per, actually, I think it's 11% to Unreal when they make the money. You know what I mean? Like, it's 11%. That's too much. It's, right? it's, their overheads, that's, their, that's, their overheads. Listen, if we take the basic studio, we've done this in the past. If you take the basic studio number and multiply it by the average salary for a game developer and, and, and you give it like a, a 10% bump, just to just to kind of even it out, it, it's a lot of money. You're talking about between somewhere between eight and eleven million dollars a year, right? On salaries alone, right? So a game has to be good when it comes out the door. Why do you think? Listen, their their spare tire, their life preserver is putting M multi multi microtransactions inside the game, right? Because they they release a game. And regardless of how many copies they sell, there's still this life preserver that the guys who actually like the game who are going to stay in the game will now contribute more to the game right. than the people that did not buy the game. Right. That's like their life preserver now. Right. And instead of worrying about making the game at a merit, it's it's make the game any way, shape, or form and throw the life preserver in there for good measure. What are we talking about? Like the, the, the entire mindset of how we're developing games is completely shit-faced now, right? Uh, I, you need you need three and four studios the, to help bail out a game that's been in pro it, it's been in problem, in development for like eight years. The problem is exactly what happened to Dragon Age Origins and Anthem. Frostbite Dice made Frostbite for the first person shooter game, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna make Anthem. It's a third person wide open uh, looter shooter." Like, hey, you gotta use Frostbite, and they said that's the reason that game failed. That's why Dragon Age. They said they're using the same engine, and then I think I think. They changed the engine along the way. This is why it got delayed because they said they didn't have to use it anymore after the disaster that was Anthem, right? Now, obviously, they're not using Frostbite, but they're using an engine that's not made for an RPG. They're, they're using an engine to make a car-driving simulator type of game, right? Even so, this makes so much more sense now while the company didn't want to show something when Matt Booty wanted them to because they were sure. nervous 
that it's not up to their standards. Now, Bass is saying that he has faith in turn 10, and I hope you're right, Bass. I hope they have what it takes to turn out this game because Microsoft is giving them not any kind of support when it comes to that, going, hey, use the engine that you think you should use for this. Instead, they're like, use the engine that you made for this car game that has nothing to do with the actual RPG third-person open-world game and use that and see what happens. And now... Edios Montreal's helping them on top of that. So it's looking shaky. They didn't want to show it, right? They're having issues with it. They're having another studio come in to help them. It, it sounds like they're either above, you know, under, they're, they're below, like they're, they're drowning right now with, with these problems. And that's why they have the other, other company coming in. A budget is a budget. You have a certain amount of money that you are allocated to make this game. The minute you start hearing there's delays, they're already going into the red. Because they're already paying out more than what the budget allowed for. And so they go so far and get more money from investors or from whoever they get the money from. And then they have to worry about catching up when they finally release it. And if the game is not gangbusters, and I'm talking about like gangbusters, like Top Gun 2 money, right? You You don't get to catch up. And then you have to reset the process, fire off half your staff, rebuild again, and then you're starting from scratch. And, and now your development team, the, the, veter- the veterancy of your team is now diluted. I, look I don't ha- understand what we're doing. Look what happened to Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3 was supposed to be a big title, and they were hyping it up. And then when it came to it, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Crackdown 3 is out. It's on Game Pass. Right? And it was, it was a terrible game. Terrible game. Okay? Fun, but still terrible in the, I, in the I, standard. I, I, well, there, you and I have t- uh, different levels of what terrible actually is now. I've seen some shit. Uh, I, I give credit where credits due. You worked hard on a game; it just didn't work out for you. You were trying to get, you were just trying to get paid. I get it, but we're talking about the games that are blatantly released, broken, blatantly released in a state that is not becoming of a product to release in the in the free market. And all we're saying is, consequences for actions they don't go away. These studios don't go away. Like they don't fire them and dissolve them; they just get bought out, right. and those people go someplace else and do the same game. It's not that a business is shut down like you're garbage, you're done. Who wants to do a good game? And then you piece together a guy, piece together a team that knows what the hell they're doing and let's do this, right? But now it's a game, it's like a, it's, it's like a game of football. Now it's a game of inches. How much can we get out of this? If I, if I invest another $100 million into this game, what can I get out of it? And if the answer is they can't get anything out of it and they can't do an MTX thing or a DLC thing, then it's done. It's just done. They take the deal. They do the game bass deal. They tape the deal and they walk, yep. and that's it. So going from that, going to the next story. The next story is uh, you can now play your uh, you can play your games. Tesla launches official Steam integration inside the car. Sarge, this is what's happening now. Tesla owner Elon mean. Musk said in July that the company has making progress towards integrating Steam into its cars. Something he first expressed interest in back in February, and now it's happened. Full Steam, uh, full Steam store. Access is now available in the new Model S and X cars. Uh, quote, access to the Steam store directly from the Tesla. A new Tesla update notes that states buy and play immersive games and have the verified on Steam Deck with Steam, with uh, Steam Cloud synchronization. Resume your game from your Tesla or any Steam uh, device to access Steam app application launcher slash arcade. Uh, Steam integration will be available to Tesla's uh, Model S and X vehicles from 2022 onward and is currently in beta, so you can run into an occasional hitch or glitch, although hopefully nothing that will cause you to, your car to catch fire or run over a child. It requires 16 gigabytes of RAM and also a premium connectivity. 
a subscription-based service that goes for about $10 per month or $100 per year. Uh, Musk said that the personal Twitter account, the Steam, even works with a keyboard and mouse in the Tesla vehicle and also confirmed that the retrofit 2021 base model cars will be offered as well. So there you go. <laughs> you can play your video games now, Sarge, in your in <clears throat> Tesla car. The only well, way I see this happening is if you're a person in L.A. traffic and you're stuck in traffic for four hours a day and you're just parked. You're like, I'm going to play some video games. Right, but what's the what's the power drainage of of your battery now of your Tesla car with with video I games? I mean, first of all, I like I like how they're using cyber cyberpunk as the title in the screen on the Tesla. I, I think that's that's hilarious. Well, they have it. Right, they here's have it playing, Sarge. Look, here's 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 my dark thoughts on, on this. Right, they, they have so it playing. you're with your you're with your friends or your girlfriend or wife. You're in the car. You go on a road trip. You set the autopilot on. You're going up the Pacific Coast Highway. You start playing video games in your Tesla, and you don't even look at the outside world anymore. You're just playing a fucking video game inside your car. Your car is made of complete glass, and you're not even looking out the window anymore. You're just looking at a screen. Well, I don't think. And you while and while and while you're looking at the screen, okay, somebody hacks your Tesla because that will be a thing, rest assured. And they drive your car to an undisclosed location and murder you. Okay, like that's so that's what happens so that's what happens that's what happens when you don't pay attention where the fuck you're going in your own car look i understand time is time is precious and i don't get to play video games all the time but if i'm if i'm concentrating on getting steam in my fucking car so i can play video games i don't know what am i doing i'll tell you what I, i'm in car line an hour and a half a day this would be a perfect. This would be a perfect opportunity. But but then again, I also have a cell phone and, and I can just bring a controller with me, and I don't need a Tesla. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I don't think you can play this while you're moving though. I think it only plays when you're in park. So. Oh great! So I can only play three minutes at a time. That makes more sense. That, what a convenient thing to have in the car. Like well, yeah, no, I can't this, wait for the next red light. Otherwise, I won't be able to finish this boss battle. You know what, what this is for? What? This is for when you have to go shopping with your significant other, and they're like, "I'm just going to be a minute," and they're going to go into the candle shop or Target. Yes, and you're bacon. and you're in the you're in the parking lot. You're like, eh, "It's okay, go ahead, take your time." And you you sit yeah. back and you start playing some cyberpunk. Yeah, while you're bacon, in the parking lot. bacon, bacon is a point. Bacon is a point. The, the 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 Tesla car has more power than the Xbox Series S potato. That's that's part of the other problem. That's true, right? My car, true. my car's, my my car system is better than my actual so, console. So, do you think Xbox makes a deal with Tesla to get the Xbox app on the, into the Tesla so you can, can do Game Pass from your Tesla? I don't know, man. I we 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 have to get some common sense back here. When you're in a car, nothing should nothing should work. Your phone shouldn't work while you're moving. No game should be nothing. Nothing should work. Right. The only thing the car should do is a map to tell you where you're going. That's it. No phone calls. Only. It's a black hole. Like you're driving a car, bro. Like it's a it's a 3,200 pound object. You're moving it around it's at 40, weapon. 50 miles an yeah, hour. It's a murder weapon, right? Yeah. I, and, and nobody wants any nobody wants any accountability. I just want to sit in this queue. I want to sit in this egg, and I just want it to take me to where I want to go. And I want to be able to do whatever I want in the car. And if the car kills anybody, not my fault. Like I don't understand <laughs> what we're doing, man. Yeah, we're not. This is not a this is not a proper society where no one's to blame for anything. I want convenience and easy. Take me to home. Like, I don't <laughs> You entitled prick. You, right. got, you have steam in your car. All right. Speaking of entitled people, okay. How how long, Sarge, could they support older systems? How old? How long? How old should a system be before they stop supporting with new games? Shit. What, what happened? Still something? Nothing. All right. Nope, we're good. 
So the next story I want to talk about is Forza Horizon West Burning Shores DLC has bad news for PlayStation 4 players. Okay. So Horizon Forbidden West newly revealed Burning Shores DLC had bad news for PlayStation 4 gamers that have yet to get a PlayStation 5. Unfortunately for PlayStation 4 gamers that have yet to get their hands on a PlayStation 5 console, it's been confirmed that the upcoming Burning Shores DLC Horizon Forbidden West will be skipping the PlayStation 4. Right. So obviously, Sarge, the system's nine years old right now. It's going into its 10th year by this time next year, okay? When is it okay for when a new system comes out and games are coming out to stop supporting the last gen? <laughs> Hello, Sarge, are you there? <laughs> He's really thinking about this. The cutoff should be the year after the system comes out. Like once one full one year of the new year. system is a like no other game comes out on that system. Whatever whatever is in production at that at, at that time is allowed to finish and it's out on the system. But after that, that's it. Whatever whatever new stuff's coming out, whatever projects you're starting because if you think about it, if I if I if I start my pre you know my 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 game idea the year before the console comes out then by the time my game comes out i'll only have one year maybe before we're on a new console because they want five to eight year consoles that's all they want well, right now right the, the, the xbox before this one and the playstation playstation 3 and xbox one was out for 12 years right before the next one came out or like you know what i mean it's been out well, not, not since the next one but <clears throat> it was it was supported for like 12 years and now this one's yeah, been but, out for nine years but have we gone? But have we done the? Have we done the uh, retrospect on why it went on for so long? Like why they decided? Because you have to remember, some of the greatest games came out during the longevity of those systems because developers had time to figure out what they could do with the game with uh, with the hardware and max out and right. optimize. Right. So I don't understand the whole idea of rushing a rushing through a system where if it takes five to eight years to make a great game then your system only out for five years and what what am i how many games am i getting on the system before you want me to trade up for another system i don't get it i right? I, I innovation innovation is one thing but i mean i understand i i agree with you i think it's one year i think one year after the game console comes out so if it started in 2020 by 2021 any game that comes out on that system should no longer be supported on the old system in my opinion Right, because I mean, it just makes sense. Technology, if if now, Xbox S and X are two different things because that is next gen, but it's still holding back the games themselves. Okay, I hear that. I hear that every day. Okay, I but, hear it every day that that the potato is holding us back. Yeah, but I hear it every day. But I think, like for instance, the the Hogwarts Legacy game, it's is being delayed, and that'll that'll be our next story after this. Right, so Hogwarts Legacy Sarge is is being delayed. Uh, on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One by two months, okay? So the game's coming out in February, February 10th, February 7th, if you pre-ordered. But now it's got delayed by two months for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One members, and then it got delayed till July for Nintendo Switch. Now, this game has no business. We're talking, we're talking Hogwarts Legacy, right? It has no business being on the Switch, I'll be honest with you. That game shouldn't be on the Switch. I know there's a whole market there for people, but it, it's not going to run. Like it should be running, hence why they needed six more months to to optimize it to work on the switch. Okay, and then for PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, obviously, 
there's not enough PlayStation 5s in circulation, and Sony's got a deal going on where it's one-year uh, exclusive content on that system for PlayStation 5. And, you know, they have 116 million people that own a PlayStation 4, but they have about 8 million or 10 million people that own a PlayStation 5. Well, this game is going to sell, I would say, let's just say, five to eight million copies on that on that console. And majority of that will probably be on the older gen, right? Because just it's a, it has a, like a niche market because of Harry Potter or whatnot. I think it's going to sell very, very well. But I don't think it should be supported on the old systems. I'm glad that Gotham Knights, even though they, they built it for the old system and the new system, that they dropped the old system because for the longevity of the game to make changes and stuff. Look, Destiny did it correct. Grand Theft Auto too many did it correct. It's too many systems, <laughs> yeah. bro. To keep it it's going. It's too many systems. And 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 I don't know if this is a live service game or or not if it's a standalone once you beat it put it down type of game, but games are better off if they can just make that game for the newer generation systems and then on, right? And if you buy this game out Bass brought it up, he said the people they sold the base game. Now that was a controversy thing as well when it came out because when Horizon came out, they originally said that the Horizon was only going to be for PlayStation. God of War was only going to be for PlayStation Five, but then COVID happened, okay, and there wasn't enough PlayStations in circulation. So they're like, "Oh, hold up, backtracking. We're putting stuff on PlayStation Four again." And I think that was a mistake for the longevity of the industry. But obviously, ninety percent of the market is on the older systems, so they're going to go buy it. Now they have to go. I don't know how this works, and if you guys are on PlayStation, let me know. But if I bought mm. Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation Four, is there an upgrade one where you get it also for PlayStation Five, like digitally, or is it you have to buy it again? Right? I don't know. I know some games did a upgrade for free type of thing, right? Like Destiny did that. Like you could have bought it on Destiny on Xbox One, and it would also go on to your the next Xbox after that, right? So I don't know. Let me know. In the in the in the conversation down below, the the next story I want to talk about is Hogwarts Legacy. Real fast, not real fast, but Hogwarts Legacy. So, Sarge, what do you think about the delay of two months from the original release? Right, so people up to this point could pre-order the game, right? The deluxe edition, the collector's edition, three days early, comes out February tenth, and they said it was for all systems, right? Pre-order, blah blah blah. Now they come out just yesterday and they said, well, it's coming out for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S and X and PC on, on February 10th, pre-orders the 7th. So if you pre-ordered now a collector's edition and whatnot, you don't get early access by three days because you miss it by two months, right? Because the whole game's out. So content creators are doing it, people making YouTube videos, all this other stuff. So people on PlayStation 4 now and Xbox uh, One have to wait two months and two months is like a fucking eternity for someone that's been waiting so long for this game now to watch other people play so now they i think they did this on purpose because now there's stock in stores okay for these systems and they want people to go buy the new systems right so they make it because they know a fucking week is an eternity let alone two months okay and it doesn't matter about the switch because the people on the switch are on the Switch, right? So they're like, hey, you're getting it in July. They're like, eh, that's fine, right? They'll, they'll, they'll play Mario, a Mario game up until that point, or Zelda when it comes out. So what do you think, Sarge? What do you, what do you think uh, the issue here with, uh, with changing it? It's still 
less than two months down the road announcing it, right? My my first thoughts are they're trying to optimize, and uh, so so it's the best possible rendition right. graphically. Which they should. I think they're Look, trying to. I, th- I think I think they're trying. I think they're trying to optimize. That that would account for the month delay because you really can't. In, in all honesty, you can't do a hell of a lot of engine construction in that amount of time in, in, in two months time, right? You usually back in the day, the two months time was the testing phase. Like you were done. We're testing for two months and then we're out. Right. Like that's, that's based like the last, the last two or three months of a game cycle is basically testing. So if they're asking for an additional two months, that seems to me like the testing phase of the product that they have. That That's what it seems like to me. But it, it's like, like we talked about, it's, it's too many systems. Right, you gotta. This is why I think it was done purposely because originally the S, the S was done to see what the popularity of having no games would be and an all digital system. And then once they saw what it was like over the four year span, now was it three years, three or four years? Now they know that they can pretty much get away with only doing digital. And if I can only do digital, then I don't need a console at all. Right, then I then I don't need a console at all. I could just I could do it directly from the television. Right, the data just goes right there, right to your TV. And we already heard the stories about how they've just unlocked the possibilities of doing all these high data transfers with these new chipsets and new things that were coming out a couple uh, about a month well, ago. By, by twenty thirty, they're going to have like a, uh, what would they say a trillion <clears throat> transistors on the on the chip or whatever. No, no, yeah, no. It's just some kind of new 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 uh, chip with this program that allows data transfers to be ridiculously high and so i think they're just waiting for this to be finalized and so it'll be the end of console like that's what it is they want digital only but you have to accommodate for the disc because there's still people that want discs, like the old man here but afterwards they don't really care gamers don't care if i could flip on a box and hit a switch and get whatever game i want that's that's it it's the easy button this is basically circuit city man (laughs) the easy button is what they want that's all it is right no questions no nothing city Nothing, no, no, it was easy. It was easy button staples. Help staples. me out, chat. Is, yeah, e- the easy is it staples? staples? I thought it was Circuit City. So, what do you th- same colors? What do you think of uh, what do you think of the gameplay? We, we we went over this trailer today on on my stream. I know you were there for a little it, bit. And I know you watched it. It, after. it looks like it looks like Witcher. Yeah, Witcher. I I, I yeah. said I said I said it feels like Red Dead to me. But you're right. It's more of a Witcher. Like it it, it does feel yeah. like a Witcher. Yeah, it looks to me like uh, the engine, the same engine that Witcher was used. What do you, what do you think of the, uh, as far as the the landscape and the graphical uh, graphical? Uh, I mean, design th- of this. From what I from what I've seen, and I'm pretty sure this is a C, this is a PC. This can't be a console. It's got to be. No, this is this right here uh, is, is PlayStation. Are you are you serious? Yeah, this is running on PlayStation. Hundred percent, hundred percent. PlayStation Five. Yeah. All right. So the lighting effects are just amazing well look just look at how the game is lit man yeah it's this I, is this 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 is art pushed to the limit look how amazing the lighting is in this yeah the lighting the graphical stuff just right the way they the way they make the uh, it's clean it's crisp yeah the way they made yeah the it's a little fuzzy use. in the background well they have to make it a little bit fuzzy because of the atmosphere and stuff because otherwise your your thing's fucking processing the entire higher map you know what i mean like you have to i mean even minecraft is really intensive i like, don't know the, the, I, all you i'm can gonna see say some is the pop-ins guys, but, and stuff like that but overall that 
but that's fine. But I, they must have worked a lot in order to get this test this test footage here to get it to look this good, especially on a console. It, well, it, it says just looks incredible. Work in progress, you know what I mean. So they're still working yeah, yeah, on it. I, I, I'm, yeah, I know, but still. I'm very impressed. And again, I've said this over and over. I'm I'm jealous. I'm jealous of Harry Potter fans right now because I want a game of an IP that I love as a 44 year old guy that loves Star Wars, Transformers and Marvel. I'm still waiting for that game. Right. And we might be getting one down the road. But as of right now, we don't have go live in your own universe like I'm so jealous of Harry Potter fans because they, they got the theme park as well. Right. They got the theme park when you go to Universal Studios and you go to Diagon Alley and you go into uh, the, the, the bank and you go into all these things. It's like the, the, to, to watch it as a movie in the in the late 90s and early 2000s and then to go to a theme park where you're actually there. Meanwhile, Star Wars fans, we waited 40 years to get the non-Tatooine theme park inside of of, of – of Disney World, right? Of a place that no one cares about because no one cares about seven, eight, and nine. Okay, and it's a place in that world that's like, what is this? It, it, it could be anywhere, right? They they could have gave us something, but no. And then here you are in a video game, you could go live inside of the Hogwarts world, right? And immerse yourself inside the landscape of what you've read in the books, in the movies, and be a part of this land. And yet. You have nothing like that for any of the other games. Star Wars Hotel, yeah, Mantis, right? <laughs> right. So, so live in the fantasy, right? I've I've interviewed some people that went to that hotel, and they're like, "Oh, it's so great." And I'm like, "Are you a big Star Wars fan?" No, but it's just amazing. I'm just like, "Oh, and that's exactly who they went for. Exactly who they went for. Not the Star Wars fan. They went for the the shill, right?" So, this looks beautiful, right? So, time and day. This is what the way I think it's going to work, Sarge. They have seasons going through. Now, they have confirmed that it only takes place in one year of your schooling, okay, in the game. So the way I think it's going to go, day-night cycles will just day-night cycles. So you yeah, could be, so, be so there 100 movie. days. So one movie. Right, but you could be there 100 days. It, would, it, it wouldn't progress through the season. Through the main campaign, as you do a certain mission, it would move it over to the next season. And, sure. and you could do the next. That's the way I think it's going to work. Uh, there's no windows, really. Yeah, there's no... No, it is no windows. There's fake windows on the outside, and you're you're basically in a box. Amazing. <laughs> so, overall, what did you think about... Let me let me fast forward here, Sarge. What did you think about the uh, the combat here uh, in the dark arts area? Uh, I think the combat looks very, very good. It looks a lot, a lot... It looks fun. It looks fun. I mentioned it in your stream before. The only thing I... I... Well, because I, I I pay attention to these things now. It's not like I just do combat, but I'm I'm curious to know how they handle the complexity of finding spells to cast while being attacked by multiple guys. So, what's the waiting period for other enemies? Like, if somebody's engaging you, is it one or two guys that engage you? Because if more than more than two guys can engage you you'll be trying to defend yourself from spells as opposed to trying to actually cast a spell. And how does the quick spell button thing work to where I can cast multiple spells without bringing up a menu? Well, the way it works right? like is, that's the way it works. You can see it actually happen in this video. So if you, if you hold R2, uh, the, the, tri the, the buttons on the bottom right hand corner pop up. And if you hit right on the D pad, you hold R2 and hit right on the D-pad, it changes to the next four. You can store up the 16 spells in your... In, there's four pages. 
So you have four, you push right on the analog or the, the D-pad, and then it goes to other four, and then another four, and another four, and it, and it goes back and forth. So it's really smooth. Um, it, it is, but what I'm saying is, as I'm watching, it, it appears that there's only really one engagement going on at a time. Now, if this is the if this is the drawback of this game, since this is the first time these guys are trying to make this kind of game, I understand completely because I grew up during games where there was only one interaction happening at a time. There wasn't multiple guys trying to kick your ass. So I understand the complexities involved. So I was just curious. Yeah. It looks intuitive and it looks fluid. It 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 does look decent. So I'm listen. I, I really hope the game does well because you won't get another one if it doesn't. Yeah, th this is a this is a generational game, right? This is a once in a lifetime game coming out right now, right? It, if this game is very successful, you're not going to see another one of these games for like a decade. You know what I mean? If it's not successful, if even if it is successful, you're you're not going to see. No, I think I think that if it's successful, I think they just follow oh, you, on with, well, the, with, with the schooling, and they'll give you three DLCs. They'll give you sure, one DLC sure. for each I, of the I years. Meant, I meant like a, I, I guess like another. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. I, I I worded that wrong, right? If it's not successful, this is it. It's a one and done. You're never going to see this again in your lifetime, type of thing, right? Because I, we, we've been to live for forty forty eight years here, and and how many games have you seen that? Have have gulped you into a into a world like this, right? I mean, you could pick an MMO like Star Wars Galaxies, stuff like that. Right? I mean, look, look, look what's happening when the guys come down. Like, I didn't see like a thing appear above his head, like he's getting attacked from behind, like the Spidey sense thing. Oh, it does. It has a little, so, little donut. Does that pops it? Up. Yeah, the little donut pops up around his head when he's being attacked. Then he he ricochets and de deflects it. I did notice it. It's it's a little slow with the enemies attacking. But I also see that he's also marking them, right? So you see a little X on them, and the guy said in the in the in the uh, the stream, he said that you can mark them with X's, and then the last guy you're attacking, if you do a death spell on him, it makes everybody else die as well. Like you're marking them. So, oh, like a mimic spell. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So he said you can combine spells on people. Okay, so they're 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 allowing for complex spell combinations. That's good. At least, at least it gives you time to learn the combat system, you know. Yeah, I see there's some combat rolls and some defensive moves. He he has to block some spells. It, it looks it. Listen, it's it's no different than actual gun battles, except it's spells instead of guns, right? That's all basically what this is. Yeah, the multiple enemies thing. I think a lot of people. I think it will. I think we don't know. How, it says level twenty on these enemies. Like when he when he highlighted one of them. Um, but we don't know what level he is, so we don't know if this is like easy mode, and this is why you see it. Like, see that, see the, the circle above his head, Sarge. It appears on his head, and he blocks and, and does stuff. Um, I'm I'm really happy that the the this is what I was worried about the most. Right, I I think they could nail the rest of Harry Potter's world. I was worried about the combat. If the combat felt bad, and you're doing combat all the time, I was like, this is going to be bad. I mean, look at Close to Protocol. A lot of people are hating it because of the of the combat system, right? If the combat system's bad and you're fighting all the time, it's going to feel really, really long and, and drawn out and whatnot. I think overall, I think this game is looks, obviously I haven't played it, it looks very ambitious and I, it looks very, uh, looks amazing, I'll be honest with you, with, with everything that you have to do and what you're doing in this game. It wins, it wins visually, but I, I need to see, like, I know, I know you get to play uh, Barbie Dress Up House, I get that. Because it's a it's that type of game, 
but it, what the longevity of the game is like what the internal mechanics of the of the engines in the game are to to, to keep you progressing um that will be something interesting to know i mean it, i go ahead no 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 i was gonna say this it, game it, is it, easy easy hundred multiple hundreds of hours easy in this game I mean, if it's it, it's it's a new attempt at what magic would be like, like I, 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 when I when I see this happening with the wand, all I'm really thinking about is Skyrim spells and how how much easier I could use Skyrim spells if they were done like this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because a lot of games, a lot of games were using spells, all the D&D games that you have, Final Fantasies included, are all uh, turn based type of things. You pick the spell and then it activates like a round later or whatever else. But this is a live spell casting so like you have to be be able to change spells on the fly which i think is amazing now i, I think the update for skyrim should be implement this kind of magic system so i can actually be a real magic user in skyrim you know that's how i look at stuff like this because if if the magic system is fluid enough to where i can change multiple spells on the fly in the middle of a combat sequence that's what you want yeah right mantis says that you can see a character blocking off screen attacks uh, there's at least up to three engagements going on. Okay. Uh, okay. Here, here's the thing. Uh, this is my inkling that I get from this game, right? So, Ghost of Shima added a multiplayer after the fact, right? They added like a, a separate PvP code. Uh, and other games have done this in the past. I think this game, I don't know if they get a PvP mode, okay, for like dueling or anything like that, but I, I, I find it odd that. In this game, they have a Barbie Dreamhouse type of stuff, like a sim type of build where you're decorating and customizing and doing all of this stuff inside this game, right? Because you're not showing it off to anybody. It's just for yourself, right? I, I guess you could show your wife or kids or whatever else, or they could show dad and mom. Or, But it's weird to me that you'll do all this and change it up. And I understand they want you to feel like you're living in the world. I feel like down the road, like your college dorm room, like your college dorm room type of thing. Yeah, you could change everything in this. It's 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 amazing. Mm -hmm. Like it really puts you in the world of 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 this of Hogwarts, right? So, as you can see, there's a loot system. There's legendaries. There's epics. There's commons. There's there's all these different skills and stuff. And there's traits that you can put on on these things. I feel for some reason that. When the game comes out, you're not going to have co-op or you're not going to have multiplayer. It's not going to be like a, a straight-up PvP type of thing, but there's going to be a time down the ro down the road that I feel like they're going to add something in, right? They're going to see how popular it is and see how the thing and there might be the next holiday or whatever, and they're like, hey, we're adding it where you can visit your friend's house or visit your friend's room, something, something like that. It's just an RPG, that's it. No, I, I, I understand that, Bass. What I'm saying, though, is I feel like all the stuff that they put in this game, it's, it had to cross their mind at some point and be like, we're putting all this in, and it's only for a single-player game. They, they have to be like, yeah, down the road, we can add a, a, a multiplayer aspect of it, right? They could easily, I don't want to say easily, but my imagination is that they could easily implement where you're doing co-op missions and going into a battle arena, and completing waves with each other, right? So it's not really like inside the game. It's a separate game mode type of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Where, like, for instance, Gotham Knights, you can play one to two players in the main campaign, but then you play Heroic Assault, you're playing with four players, right? So two other people can come into your game. It's a separate game mode, and you can play with more players. 
I have a feeling they're going to do something along the lines of this after the fact when this game comes out. And I think they should because I think it just just brings it up to that next level of why you're making your house look really your your you know your uh, room of requirements really badass or the outside of where your your animals are really cool looking. You know what I mean? It almost feels like a Fallout 76 build your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think Ben working on uh is the a man of a long long time. What do you mean? Every year they can add additional players. Something. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I just feel like I I'm not asking for co-op, but I just feel like they're going to add it. I think they're going to add it just because of, of what you can do in this game. So you can breed animals in this. There was a uh, a moment during the, the actual thing. You can actually see when they go out there. You can breed and you can automate it so you can feed them. So the reason you're doing this, you're collecting animals. You're saving them from the from the world, from poachers, they said. And you can bring them into your world here. When you feed them and brush them and, and do all the stuff, you can get materials And call off them. them George. Yeah. You can get materials off them so you can use for potions and stuff to actually help you while you're in battle when you go up against harder enemies and whatnot. Now, maybe you don't have to do all this, right? Maybe you can just be nonchalant about it and kind of brute force your way no, through the game. You know what I'm I mean? sure you can, but it's probably easier if you of do course. everything. Of course, if you do it, it's easier. You have to put the time in or whatnot. I, again, I think this game overall is is phenomenal and i i hope i hope it's sizing up it's i sizing hope it up. comes out and it doesn't happen to be a like fall 76 it doesn't have to be a no man's sky it doesn't have to be a cyberpunk 2077 i hope it comes out and it just works and it's and it's good right so that's hogwarts legacy let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below um as we go off to our next one agree 30 but this is goes back to uh what i said yesterday launch single player get all the bugs worked out build great systems then tackle the struggles of multiplayer introduces uh, with dev team ready sure sure absolutely <clears throat> it's it better not be a fallout 76 yeah i i nothing I nothing to be that to, i want this game to be good because I, I would love to make th this game for content creators is gonna be you could literally just go around making pictures and walk around the world the, taking the, photography. the potter heads yeah the potter heads are gonna be all over the place yeah so the next thing i want to talk about is uh and then we'll do this segment and then we'll do the questions and then we're we're, we're good for the night uh so i'm gonna play the last week we saw transformers reactivate okay transformers reactivate from splash damage studios now splash damage uh it's also made by bulkhead now we didn't really talk about this we didn't have any a lot of info about this since last week i've i've gone down the rabbit hole sarge i was so hyped after this, this you sent me like four. You sent me saying like ten texts within five minutes. Oh, uh, I was, I was, I was deep down the rabbit hole. I went, I found two two guys that had been talking about this stuff for years. Right, one was Robo Gamer One HD. The other one was DB Luna. Uh, both these people have uh, YouTube channels and they they have Twitter accounts and whatnot. You can go check them out. Um, they had the most information out of everybody. Right. So these people, even though we ourselves have been talking about this Transformers game for like, I want to say four to five years in the making, like talking about like it was leaked and this and we fought. But I, I'm not down the rabbit hole. Now I'm down the rabbit hole. Right. These guys have their finger on the pulse. They have information of what's going on. They have connections or sources with the studios of when it went from certain infinity uh, and digital extreme to what is now uh, splash damage and bulkhead that are working on it. Right. So. The rumor is, Sarge, that this game is complete. Certain Infinity had it done and complete, and they were waiting for Hasbro to come out with the next Transformers game. Okay, but they also went over movie. budget. Movie. Uh, the movie. The movie. Yeah. 
So not that it was a cross promotion or not that it was a promotion that wasn't a, a game movie based on the movie. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a game based on the movie. It was just a game of Transformers with the Transformers movie, and they wanted to get them close together. So, so much so, when we started hearing these leaks leading up to the Game Awards show, I said, oh, well, we saw the, the trailer for the movie, and then we saw the leaks happening for Transformers. I was like, oh, there's going to be a game. They're, they're going to make an announcement. RoboGamer HD had said this like eight weeks prior. He said, I think they're going to show it at the Video Game Awards show, right? And I was like, wow. I watched his older videos, right? DB, DBZ Luna has been talking about what this game is, right? So a lot of people are saying because of the way the trailer is, it was a first-person game, and they're saying that it's a, it's whatever. This is what we know so far, and take it with a grain of salt because we don't know if this is official, but we know a person, both people said the same thing, two separate accounts, right? So one says it's, uh, officially it says it's a, Free-to-play, one-to-four-player, co-op, shooter, looter, brawler, melee, okay? So think Warframe, not Destiny, okay? Because Destiny's first person. Think Warframe, third person, all, uh, brawler, melee, with guns, okay? And you're going to be collecting Transformers, like Warframes, okay? This is going to take place uh, where... You're playing as the Autobots and you're playing as the Decepticons and you're going up against a group called the Legion. Now, Transformers aficionados out there are linking everything together where the Legion are the actual people that work for um, uh, Unicron, okay? But they're called something different. The new writers came in from once a certain Infinity dropped it. These guys picked it up. They had new writers come in. They kind of changed it because... They didn't want to call the game. It was called Transformers Rise at one point, and then the new movie is called Transformers Rise of the Beast, and they didn't want them to connect because they didn't want the connect dots like saying, oh, it's a it's a movie spinoff type of thing. So they, they changed it to Reactive. This is the exact same game we've been reporting on for years about the open-world Destiny-type, Warframe-type game. That's what this game is, okay? So, again, with the, with the, um, the way the story is and the way that... Uh, DZ Luna describes it. He says that when the game comes out, you're going to be, he says Optimus Prime. He doesn't say Megatron Optimus Prime, so I don't know if you pick Decepticons and Autobots. Just what he said is that you'll be Optimus Prime at the very beginning of the game before the fallout, before what happens in the in the actual story. Okay? And you're going to be Optimus Prime, back daddy, built up, superior, right? Like, you're the, you're the one-all, be-all. You're going to be super powerful and feel how it is to be powerful. Then the, the whole event happens in the story, and then all the Autobots get pulled the plug, right? Basically, they all die, and then the humans' job is to find the actual robots, okay? Go on missions, find the robots, and then you end up being— But this is, but, but this is why I'm worried about that, if we're humans or if we're actual no, robots. I don't think you're going to be humans. I think what it's going to do is—I think this cutscene that you're watching right here, the way it's going to happen is that you're going to be Optimus Prime, you're going to be fighting and doing all the stuff, and then— cutscene happens like you die or whatever the big, the big event happens and then it cuts off and then this is what's going to happen you're going to turn on like just like this okay this is my this is not what they're saying this is what i think is going to happen okay you're going to turn on and you're not going to be the humans it's just the humans are the the uh the, the thing that makes the story move forward right so they turn you back on and you think you're going to be optimus prime but you're not going to be optimus prime you're going to be Bumblebee, or you're going to be like, I don't know, Soundwave. You're going to be 
one of the other main characters, and then you're going to have no powers, no nothing, and then you have to build your character up to make it, because you, you had a sample of what how badass it is when you put your full power. So now you want to level back up your character, right? As you go through these different missions, as you go through different stories, they'll be like, do this story, okay? Uh, and at the end of this, you'll be rewarded with a robot, right? If it's Jazz or Ratchet or Wheeljack or Soundwave or Starscream, right? So there's a lot of potential here for what this could could be. Everything I'm saying now, Sarge, what do you, what do you think of what you've heard so far? I mean, if I get to be the Decepticons, I'm in just from that alone. But I'm curious to know if the story follows the same thing if I'm Decepticon as opposed to Autobot. Not to mention the fact that how many more Autobot frames there are compared to Decepticon frames without counting the doubles. Um, it, it, but the, the game has so many possibilities. My head's spinning. I can see so much stuff that you could do in this game. Like what you what what the possibilities right. that you could do in this game, as long as it's not done like a, a traditional MMO. If it's if it's no, not as it's long not. as it's done like, yeah, if it's done like a Destiny or a Warframe, then he, we're going to be good. That, that's what he says. He says think more Destiny Warframe, but Warframe as far as because Destiny's not third person, right? Third, Destiny is first person, but it's a it's a looter, it's a shooter. Like the the way the events happen in Destiny, that's what you're going to be doing. But you're going to be in third person. Warframe-esque type stuff, right? Listen, if I'm a if I'm a transformer and I can't see myself, what's the point? Right. Well, here's the thing. I, I've said, I, I've always said, and there's I'm on record years ago saying if a game came out like Destiny, and I said if it's Marvel, Transformers, or Star Wars, I'm in. Because that that IP is just down pat for what Destiny's done, or Warframe has done, or Division has done mm. in that in that in that spectrum. I, I'm excited about this. I've never spent a microtransaction. I've never bought. I've never taken my wallet out and said, cha-ching, let me buy a... I've earned the V-Bucks. I've earned the currency in the game, and then I've spent that currency to buy a microtransaction, but I've never paid for an actual microtransaction besides like a season pass once I complete the season pass. I think they've found my weakness here, Sarge. They've, if they make this game of Transformers and it's like Warframe slash Destiny slash Division slash whatever, okay... And I get to purchase Soundwave or unlock Soundwave, and there's a cool skin for Soundwave or Starscream or Optimus Prime, right? That's going to be pretty cool. Now, there is a little thing that I pointed out in my first video. I, there was like six screens on this, uh, eight screens on the on the on the board, and I zoomed in and I said there was a um, a timeline. It says Invasion Timeline, and I kind of brushed over it because I was like, that's interesting because they say it's an Invasion Timeline. DBZ Luna just came out with a video with a theory saying that what if we're in multi-universes, okay? He says, and this is the invasion timeline where all of a sudden you could go to other timelines and it's completely different or it does sort don't of like you a, dare, Don't you dare throw time for time travel yeah, in this. Well, that's what he's saying. So the reason for this is if you could be Optimus Prime from Generation 1 and then I could be Optimus Prime from a different era, right? You see what I'm saying? So you can have multiple Optimus Primes while you're doing a four-player co-op thing, right? This is the reason that Marvel's Avengers did the tele, you know, the, the the portal type stuff, so you can have four Iron Men and four Hulks playing on the same team and whatnot, right? So now you're thinking that my Optimus Prime could look completely different than your Optimus Prime because of the skin I have, but it represents it's it's just the skin. Right, so I might represent G one. You might shattered, you know, shattered glass, whatever. Like 
it's a whole bunch of things like this that could happen, which I think is interesting, right? And I was like, I was like, oh, that's more in depth than I was going to go because I I didn't think there was going to be time travel and stuff, but I can get it now as far as uh, as a video game, as as the the stories established, it would make sense, right? Because how are you going to make money if you, everyone's the same Optimus Prime, right? Because I, I, I doubt Hasbro is going to let you change Optimus Prime's colors unless they're officially giving you the skin for that that other rendition of him. I think I think they're probably gonna. I, I think it'd be interesting if they allowed the player to 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 either purchase or farm for different types of transformations. Like if if you happen to be a plane to start with, that you're not always a plane. You can unlock Ooh. something else. You can train. You can change into something else. I I don't know if they'll do that. I I want. I would love that, but like I don't think they'll let you scan that's got, something that, else. And that's be... got that's got MTX all over it, bro. That has sure, MTX I, written I, all over but it. But at the same time, it also goes across where I don't think they want you to transform Optimus Prime into a tank, right? There's there's a there's a line that is drawn by what they want you to do. And what they will let you do. I don't know. Well, let, let's say that there are four or five transformations that are still in the wheelhouse of what he is. Like instead of a semi truck, he's a car carrier or he's a oil tanker or like one of those type of things, but he's still a rig. Right. Like if you're talking about something like that, but I would say that I don't think they would remove a possibility of them making, be able to make more money with microtransactions by allowing people to change it to different items or different uh, vehicles. Cause that's their whole thing. Right, they're robots in disguise, and I, they didn't, they didn't. I'm not a fucking Ferrari for the rest of my life. Like I can change into whatever I want. That's why I'm saying it. It, it the way that the game is structured and the way the Transformers actually are in the in the theory and the lore leads credence to the fact that I'd be able to do microtransactions and get whatever I want. Right. So I'm gonna you know? I'm gonna show you guys some um some pictures. This is from from um I'm not gonna play the volume. Uh, this is from DBZ Luna's Twitter account. So this is from uh, the cutscene. This is from the cutscene. The little movement you can see. Uh, this is Starscream. That's Shockwave, and just just right offside of frame is Soundwave in the background. So this is the cutscene uh, that's here. is is not uh, animated within. It's it's almost like comic book style. So there's no movement or anything like that. Uh, let me show you another picture of what. Did you say? Did you say Soundwave or Shockwave? Because that was Shockwave. No, I said first it was Starscream, then I said it's Shockwave, and then just outside the yeah. frame, I said it was Shock. Oh, outside the was frame sound, was Soundwave. All right, I can sh I can show you what Soundwave. Oh no, I just, just want to make sure you didn't get called out for calling out the wrong Transformer. That's all. You know, this is this is there it is. It's the same picture, but a little bit later. So, right, this is this is Starscream. This is Shockwave. This is Soundwave over here hmm. right oh no i know it's not going to be all like that you're talking about the cutscene. um I, I i understand that i'm just describing to people that don't don't know what it is. uh so that's that's what it is and then also i have a video that i created to put the uh what the uh the leaked what's it called uh concept art was so here's the concept art for optimus prime Right, and I'm gonna keep him up for a couple seconds. Uh, and then... Right, so that's Optimus Prime concept art. That's the truck with the concept art. Um, backside of the truck. You can see it's more like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type of stuff, right? Here's mm. Megatron. Um, tank form. 
back of the tank. Okay. Then we have uh, we have Bumblebee. Here's the map. You can see that it's going to be sort of like the uh, Marvel's Avengers table type of thing, where there's going to be little things um, where you start in New York and then go to Chicago. You can see Chicago here. There's going to be other other places that you go on planet Earth uh, and and whatnot. Um, so this is this is straight up out of right out of the thing. So many so many possibilities. Yeah, there's there's Soundwave. So. Lots of possibilities of what could happen in this game. All right. So did they say? Did they say that this game is done? Is my first question. Was the was the, the rumor mill saying that the game is done? The game is done. So much so that the game is done, and um, that they were waiting. They didn't want to. They didn't want to announce anything officially until Hasbro announced Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Soon as they announced Rise of the Beast, that's when they got the the okay to announce that they have a video game coming out. So much so that Bulkhead, who is now owned by Splash Damage, who just bought them, okay, which is the other company, uh, they had a hundred people working for this company. They're they're now merging in with Splash Damage. So there's like five hundred people total. They are now hiring, okay. So they're not hiring to finish the game. They're hiring, at least in my perspective. They're hiring to work on the next part of the game because it's going to be like a live service type of game, right? So obviously they haven't said it's a live service game, but the leakers said it's a live service game. Not it's yet. a Warframe. It's a, they haven't officially it's a Warframe. said Warframe. Right. So they're, they're hiring level designers for this game right now. And so I'm assuming it's past because the rumor is that Certain Infinity already had the game complete. And when they took it over... They added stuff. They added new writers. They changed the story a little bit, but they've they've they're done. They're ready to go, right? Right. Hiring implies progress. Exactly. Right. So they're 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 moving forward, meaning the game is is ready to go. Now, I speculated right from day one that the movie comes out in June. This is before we even knew the game was coming out. I said that if if the movie's coming out in June, that that the game would probably launch either in early, a month before, or it would come right after, like a beta. We just want to do cross-promotion, right? Do this with Marvel Avengers. They do with certain things. Like, if you're going to put a movie out there, watch that movie, you're going to be hyped. You're going to be like, oh, my God, that was such a good movie. I want to watch a show. I want to go play a game. I want to go play, you know what I mean? I want to go buy the toys. That's what you want to do with all the cross-promotion. So hopefully they, they have this game ready, and the beta comes out maybe a month or two beforehand get people hyped up and then the movie comes out and then later in the year i don't know if it fully releases this year or if just they open up the beta for everybody else or something i don't know but i'm ecstatic for this game man i'm i'm really excited for for transformers and chat i think the last time i was hyped like this is when destiny first came out and we were just excited about what destiny did that's years ago right and but it was actually before that because it was before destiny came out i was excited uh when it, when it came out so done and no gameplay trailer uh, yeah, because again, they did crumbs first. Crumbs they, first. They don't want to show you anything because they're waiting to. They're waiting to do the Hasbro's got a, a business plan basically going on, right? Hasbro is one hundred percent active into into the de development of this game. I can't remember the name of the thing you showed me. Make sure you put in the link. Let the let chat see those figurines from those two companies. Oh, the the you're talking about the. The Transformers 
Yeah. These these yeah. figurines. Yeah. If you guys like uh, figurines like this. Yeah. Make make sure they get a, they get the link M for that. You said two of them. If one was feral, and the one, and then and yeah. These things are insane. Like this is this is these are good stuff, right? So. Yeah, but they they shouldn't be they shouldn't be uh, uh, associated though, Demir. Uh, I think that's a mistake to 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 mix in the Rise of the Beast with with this game. No, I, no, no. I know it's Transformers, but they're not, they're, they shouldn't be associated. No, that they wanted to be associated. Like, again, like I just said, like look, The Witcher, The Witcher saw better. The game The Witcher sold more copies once the move once the show came out on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So you want to be smart with your your marketing and advertisement. Like, look. Since I saw this game, I've gone down the rabbit hole, man. Like I've been looking up figurines like this. I've been looking up other things. I was like, I'm I'm back in it. I'm I've got shrunken down to a 12 year old self again. Where I, I'm 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 like, oh man, I'm I'm watching the Netflix show again that I've already seen. I'm I'm looking up pictures and statues of stuff. It's all cross promotion. So they're waiting to they're waiting for the company Hasbro to say, okay, we're we're, we're releasing the next trailer for Rise of the Beast. Go ahead with your next marketing of the video game and show. I think Luna also said that he thinks that because this was the Autobot trailer, you know, he says they probably will release a a, a Decepticon trailer down the road, right? To to tease, which will be a just a trailer, no in-game stuff. You probably won't get in-game stuff. I would say not probably until like March. You know what I mean? When they show, when they actually start seeing, I think leaks will come out before the actual official stuff comes out. Exactly. It's not associated, but it's influenced. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Does the uh, boy share your enthusiasm as he's uh, been indoctrinated? Oh, my son? Yes. So the other day, I got so hyped, I started playing uh, Transformers Devastation again, George. And my son walked in. I thought, like, you said, I thought you said you couldn't play it. I, I, I bought the disc again so I could play it on my... Uh, I, I own the digital copy, but I couldn't play the digital copy. So I went out and bought the physical disc and put it back in my... my... On your... Xbox on your X? X, yeah, on the X. It, yeah. it play it plays on the X with the disc, yeah. Okay, I thought you, I thought it wasn't. I thought it wasn't compatible. With the disc, not the digital. It won't. It won't. For some reason, it wouldn't read my digital. Got so, it. so uh, my son saw me play it, and then he got really confused. He's like, "Is this on Game Pass?" I was like, "No, it's not on Game Pass." He's like, "He's like, well, how much is it?" I said, "I don't know. I would have to buy it. Like, I own it." He's like, "But I want to play it." I was like, "Well, I'm playing right now, and he wants to play, but it's not on Game Pass, so he has to wait." And he's like. <laughs> Well, how much is it? I was like, I'm not buying a second copy of a game that you might not play. I was like, so I, I was like, here, go play it. So he he's playing on my character where I have I have all the characters unlocked, and he's playing through it right now. Uh, he's more exploring in the game right now, uh, and he's like, oh, this is cool. And he's he's starting to ask questions about who's you know, you know, who's this person? Who's Grimlock? Who who's Wheeljack? He's asking questions. I'm like. That's right. I, so much so, I wanted to go play Cybertron, War for Cybertron again, Sarge. But they, they don't have it on the Xbox store. You can't buy it. And now I have to plug in my Xbox 360 just to play it again because it's... <laughs> so yep. I'm, I'm so I'm so hyped for Transformers. I'm going back and playing the old games because I, I want to play a Transformers game. Uh, I, I, my, my, my head is swimming into all the possibilities. Yeah. yeah it, I, here's what I hope. Here's what I hope. I hope that they've learned the lesson from Division, Warframe, Destiny. And even if they do the exact same mistakes, we're talking a good 
four to five years longevity if they do it poorly. Do you know what I mean? If they do it poorly, five years. If they do it poorly. Right? If they do it what we want them to do, we're talking this game could last a lot longer. It could be like a DC Universe Online. It could be like a World of Warcraft I, as far as the, listen, I the longevity see... of it. I see like a end boss raid dungeon thing for Transformers to be biblical. Like you'd be able to fight like the combiners, possibly a DLC where you fight Unicron, a multiple phase boss battle to learn, to learn your character, uh, knowing all the special abilities and powers you have just in division alone, not counting all the magic abilities that are that's in destiny to think the kind of weapon swaps you can do or try to upgrade it for a transformer where your hand can turn into the gun as opposed to having a gun. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it's, there's so many possibilities. Look, look at, look at these, look at these figurines. Figurines. Yeah, are... show, show, show them, show them the figurines for sure. Can I get, right. The, the, these figurines. Just, send, just send, send them the link, man. Right. Well, this is, just, this is not the official site, but this is Hasbro plus, uh, dot com. Like, look at the, look at. Ah, it's... 48, 48 points of articulation. Yeah, forty. The reason points. why the reason why there's so much money is their diecast metal. There are forty eight points of articulation and, and their diecast metal. That's crazy. Right, you got the you got the regular toys, and then you got the uh, the the other ones that are. Go back. Let me go back to the other uh, other. Right, look, look at this. You got the Optimus Prime. Well, this bumblebee looks badass. Look at that. I don't care about I don't care about the Autobots. Look at this. I don't care that you don't care about. It. Just look at the look at the attention to detail on this thing. No, I'm I'm aware. I just don't like Autobots. That's fine. I'm a Decepticon. I'm a Decepticon. I I like them both. Growing up, Sarge thinks I didn't like the Decepticons because he forced me to like the Autobots because he's like I'm I, Decepticons. I, I, you. I'm or the bad Autobots. guy. <laughs> I'm the bad. I'm the bad guy. Look, look at this, right? Lift jumper here. You can pose them in, in in certain ways and stuff. This this is good stuff right here, man. If you're looking, if you're looking, 30, 30 is nerding. It's exactly right. Right, I'm nerding out. You guys don't understand, right? You guys don't understand. Like this, this is my dream game. Like if this game comes out, man. I've gone from a variety streamer to a Transformers streamer. You'll see nothing but Transformers on my channel. <laughs> as far as what are we playing tonight? Thirty. We're playing Transformers. I'm leveling up Jazz. I'm leveling up Soundwave. I'm leveling up Starscream. I'm leveling up Megatron. Right? That's that. That'll be my whole world uh, moving forward. No Autobots. Got to do Autobots. You got to collect uh, them all, Sarge. Uh, it's like Pokemon. Nope. You're gonna have nope. to collect them all. Nope. <laughs> Decepticon all the way. <clears throat> I I'm I'm super hyped. I'm super hyped about this. I don't know if you guys are super hyped. You're probably not because in in the in the landscape of things, video games are broke, buggy, unfinished balls of messes, and we have to wait two years for them to finish it or fix it. Uh this is the one I have a blinders on, man. I'm like, nope. Transformers is gonna be perfect when it comes out. It's gonna be the best game ever. Like that's that's my mentality right now because I'm so hyped for for Transformers. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Transformers. Sorry, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm. I can imagine quite a bit. Can you imagine doing a raid inside Unicron, right? That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Right inside Unicron. You're going through Unicron. Get out to the to the top to fight him. 
right? And then you're just fantasizing about the 1986 movie again, right? It's like, <laughs> it's just amazing, right? Can you imagine the DLC where you go on Cybertron? Can you imagine down the road once, like, let's say we're three years into the game? I know I'm being very facetious, like, very, like, dream dream heavy here, but imagine we're down the road three years and all of a sudden the expansion comes out of Cybertron and we go to Cybertron. But now... You could be factions of Decepticons versus Autobots, and you're battling out each other now for territories on your on your home planet and, and whatnot. And that, the story progresses from what it was, where you guys are teammates, and now you separate and go against each other faction wise, right? I mean, it it does just, write itself. I want to see I want to see bases. I want to see uh, hard points that you have to attack on the map. I want to see co co op play, PvP play. I, it, you, you, you're putting a Transformer game out there. I don't care if I'm fighting the Legion, but there's got to be a battle arena or something. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, did Sarge break any of my Autobots? We had the Great War uh, one time. I mean, it was every, every figure of Transformers, Teenage Mutant Turtles, WWE wrestlers, sorry, WWF wrestlers at the time. Um, well, all you can say is there's casualties in every war. Yeah, we, How about we, that? We had we had the great war of uh, of the time, and uh, Jazz's torso is, is is broke. He's in he's in two pieces. No, it's the Jazz. Jazz just lost his uh his, his door roof off. his roof his roof yeah. piece. Mirage is in half. Mirage is Mirage in half. Is, That's it. Mirage is in Mirage half. is in half. Mirage didn't make he it. Lost a couple. Of, didn't make lost it. a couple of GI Joe figures. You know what I mean? There's 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 great losses during that war. Uh, I I cried. I cried as a kid. I was like, oh, but it's okay. I look back at it now. It's good memories. It was a character builder. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's a character yeah. builder. <laughs> Have my toys are in a junk pile. It's, yeah, it, we learned we learned about war and loss. Yeah, that's that's what yeah, we learned it was, about. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. All right. So we do a. If you have any questions, you can submit your questions by the in the in the tab. It could do with any topic that we had. Uh, we're going to do the questions. We're going to go try to go through them pretty fast because we're a little longer in this uh, this episode. So Jesse Mack, I think. Uh, go ahead. No, I, Smash says he refuses to play Megatron unless he transforms into a gun. Uh, I would love. I be. would love for the fact for Megatron to change into a gun and another Decepticon uses him to fire. That would be amazing. Amazing. So so. Uh, like those characters, like Megatron as a gun or Soundwave as a tape recorder, is not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, wh how? What are you going to do with Soundwave as a tape recorder? You know what I mean? He's so, in disguise. You don't do anything. Supposedly, he's going to be uh, I think a uh, like a a Bronco, like a a, a truck. I think uh, uh, said Luna, is, is that you? The Demir? Is that you? Because I, I see the the uh, the picture. The that you uh, handle. Because if you, I, if it is you, I, I appreciate all the the content that you're creating on the on the Transformers game. Uh, if it's not you, well, thanks for watching. <laughs> uh, so Jesse Max says, uh, it's very funny. You mentioned that the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game, is a multiplayer game that they say is on the on uh, on their website is coming out in sometime 2023. What do you and Sarge think about that? We talked about it. We, we we talked about it when it came out on on the on the um, what's it called? Uh, when it when they announced it, and I said, "Look, we like the Friday the Thirteenth game that came out. I I really like those like type of party games." I, I, I'm I'm upset they didn't solve the problem. Okay. I'm, I'm upset that they didn't solve the licensing issue. It's a fun game. Oh, for Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. 
No, yeah. I, I like games like that, but it's it's a, it's not going to be a buy for me because we need a we need a group to play games like that, right? When you play with like randos on the internet and stuff like that, it's it's not as it's not as fun, okay? So, um, I think the game's going to be interesting because I think it's what four v four v three or something like that. The way it is, uh, so those type of party games are fun. I'll watch people play it, but I'm not going to play it when it comes out. <laughs> I'll play. What about you, Sarge? You gonna you interested in the killer clowns from outer space? I mean, I had clown nightmares for years. I'm I'm I may try it. Is it is it? It's not Game Pass. that you have to buy it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a purchase one. It's it's by it's the same people that made the Friday the Thirteenth game. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for it to go on sale. I might I might try something. If it if it's fun, like Friday the Thirteenth was fun. Yeah, uh, I, I don't see why. I, I, I can't believe someone got the money to make that. Think about that for a minute. Somebody got somebody to give him money to make Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the video game. Think about that for a moment. Right. Pray. Well, they've made other they made other games. I think they made the Alien one as well. They've made a lot of different of those those party games. Uh no, they, I know, but but Alien and Friday the Thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth is not Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. That was like one of the that was like one of the greatest B movies of all time. The next uh, question comes from Nostalgic. Uh, says, "Do you think they'll will add a character creator or multiplayer to Transformers Reactivate?" Um, I personally don't want a character creator. As far as like, I make my own Transformer. We played a game. Me and Sarge played a Transformers game a couple years ago. I mean, it's more than a couple years. I think I don't even think my son was born. I mean, they they tried. We we played a Transformers game where it was a it was a uh, team based deathmatch type of thing, and you could the transforming was fun. Like they they had that down pat the way it was you could transform and whatnot. Um, it's like an isometrical a little bit. Like you, well, no, it was like a no. It looked like it looked like Mech Warrior. It was more like Mech Warrior. Yeah, it was it was fun, but you could create your own transformer a little bit. And I want to play. As the Transformers, right? Like, I want to play as Soundwave. I want to play as Megatron. I don't care. Like, if you could create your own character, you're literally making Warframe or you're literally making Destiny. And Destiny, to me, is a is not as good because your character of your Warlock, Hunter, and Titan is a nobody. It's a nobody. You've been playing eight years, and your character's a nobody. They have barely any lines. You're a the, hero. Right? You're, just, you're a, a hero. just a random dude or chick that's saving the galaxy, and there's no... There's no growth with your character, right? You're just a, a cog in the wheel. And hero, with Transformers though. or Star Wars or any other game with the IP is huge. Like a, like Hogwarts to me, you have to make your own character and, and go in the Hogwarts because it's 100 years before Harry Potter. But if they made a Harry Potter game and it was a single player and you could play as Hermione, Weasley, or Harry Potter, like that would be a, a successful game as well, right? You could pick those characters and play through. People would love that as well. So Transformers, I don't, personally, I don't want to make my own character. I would like to customize a little bit my Optimus Prime because if I am playing with another character that's Optimus Prime, I want my Optimus Prime to kind of stick out from their Optimus Prime type of thing. But I don't want to, I don't want to make my own character. I don't want to sit and customize my own character, especially if I have to do it like 50 times because of the different things. You know what I mean? I don't know. What do you think, Sarge? Customization. I mean, if it's if it's done in the Warframe method, you're going to have to have customization. That's how they sell more microtransactions. I, I 
I know everyone's everyone thinks that you're going to be that robot that only can transform into that personal vehicle, but that it limits so much of what they want to try to do. Where people, you know, I'm I'm Soundwave and I'm a satellite and I spy, and then after a while, I'm not a satellite anymore. Now I'm a stealth fighter. Right. Like I could whatever whatever. Just like guys are thinking up skins for games that you don't care about like in division and in Fortnite, they just keep coming up with the skins. Some guy can just sit in a room and think of like, what else do we want the transformer to change into? Right. 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 Now he's a, now he's a cruise ship. Now he's this, like you just go down the list and just sell whatever you can sell. It makes more sense to me that why they would do it. Now you might not want to pick it because it looks ridiculous, but they'll still give you the options for buying it. Right. And George, I mean, who are you going to tell me you're going to be Astro train, but you're not going to be a train and a, and a space shuttle. What are you going to be like? I, I, I get it. You think they'll add the triple changers and like the, uh, the, I, the headbots, I, stuff I, like that. If I, if I, if I follow lore, then what I would do is when you reach a high enough level, just like you can multi-class in D and D you can multi-class and transformer by becoming a triple changer. Like it's, it's like some kind of special thing that you can do. You're limited in certain things, but you get to be two classes. I think that would be something cool. So, so George, to answer your question, uh, will you have to buy transformer slots like Warframe? I, I would assume you do, but it, or you could grind, right? Just remember, it's a free to play game. So, get get your backpack on, okay? Because you're you're gonna be you're gonna be grinding a long time. Right? I'd be I'd be more interested in finding out. Like, I'd be more interested in finding out. Like, what would the combiner situation be? Like, well, do you and your friends can be constructicons, uh, yeah, and can that, you form into Devastator? Like that. See, that's where my that's where my that's where my imagination goes. Like, do you have combiner wars? Because you said yesterday it would have to be on rails, and you would have to control each person would have to control, and it would be like a mission based thing. But you couldn't do it in the in the world. You know what I mean? Plus, it's only four players. So, I, no, the constructic constructicons are six. I know that, but it's only a four player every, every, four player game. Everybody else is five. Well, I think what would happen is they would make it a little bit easier when when if it's four people, right? Two guys are weapons, one guy's movement, the other guy's like doing some kind of special abilities and stuff. It wouldn't be that hard. That's true. Right? Voltron. Right. What's the difference between me being in Hell at Loose and I'm in a tank and you're you're marking, I'm true. firing, some guy's driving. That's Same true. thing. Same thing. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I think I think overall, uh, it, you you will be come on Demir. we're not talking about realistically we're talking about imaginative stuff here man <laughs> this is like, fantasy based baby uh next question is microsoft is a good home for abk i say no re uh i say no reasons fable news heading off of, of halo gameplay uh being harmful for, to ind or i'm sorry game pass being harmful for industry keeping the ip like marvel company-wide politics like 18 months work cycle etc is uh is that one whole question? Is that a question or is that a statement, Krebsy? I don't know. If there's no comma, smack him. Is if is Microsoft a good home for ABK? Period. I say no. Period. Reasons. Fable. That that's not a question. That's a you're you're telling me something. <laughs> Next question is this is a question. Is James Gunn going to be able to revive the dumpster fire we call DC? Why I'm going to be interested in seeing Shazam 2, Aquaman 2, if you won't be a part of the reboot. We were me and Sarge were literally talking about this right before the stream started. Right before we got right, right before we get on. Right before I said there's no reason to go see any of the stuff that's coming out. None. Right? There was very little reasoning to go see it anyway, because it was such a dumpster fire to begin with, right? With Ezra Miller and who's they filming with, and they canceled a whole bunch of stuff. 
But now there's really no reason to watch Flash. Okay, there's no reason to watch Aquaman 2. There's no reason to watch Shazam 2. Okay, everyone, here's here's how idiotic it is, right? He gets rid of he gets rid of uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. Okay, Ben Affleck's out. Gal Gadot's gone. So if he's getting rid of everyone in that in that universe, is he getting rid of his own peacemaker? Is he getting rid of uh, Zachary Levi as Shazam? Are they just all going bye bye now, and they're just rebooting? And then he says that he's going to be doing a young Superman, but not a but not an origin story. Well, if he's young. You're gonna do some sort of origin story. What What are you gonna tell me that I know don't know about Superman? You gonna tell me that he's uh, uh, you know, he's got a secret sister or something? Like, what are you, What are you telling me here? I, it's such a dumpster fire for right now. Such a dumpster fire. What do you think, Sarge? I I, I really. I really despise how they just implode all our heroes because they don't feel like it's going in the right direction. So they're going to just scrap everything and go again. As far as I'm concerned, they still believe that we will see a superhero movie just because it's a superhero movie. Like that's the only reason why we're going to go see it. Like that's our reason. And you destroy the entire backbone of what DC is by implementing all this other nonsense that no one cared about and you keep pushing it. And now you think that you're going to fix it by removing everyone and redoing it. Like, I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even care at this point. Right. Like, you bring... It's such a, it's such a bitch move that... And I don't hate James Gunn, right? A part of me understands what he's doing. But it's like, you had The Rock, who is coming in as a superhero, who has worked on that project for a long time to become Black Adam. He wants to do right by the fans and gets the studio. Up and at them. Right? He gets the studio to, to get Henry Cavill to come back as Superman in Black Adam. Okay? They reshot scenes with Henry Cavill as in Flash to bring him back as Superman. Okay? And now, just a month and a half after, they're like, yeah, sorry, he's gone. Right? It makes Rock look terrible. He went on a press junket tour, like, hyping up Black Adam because Superman's going to be in it. Now Superman's gone, and now they're recasting completely for it, right? Like, well, everything just flushed down the toilet. Well, how do you, how do you, I'll give you another example. How do you feel about that eight months after the film is already done and in the can, after showing it to test audiences, they are now reshooting the ending of, of Indiana the Jones. new Indiana Jones ones? Yeah. Well, the, the film got was out. in the can. Yeah, the film was in the can for eight months, and someone decided right then and there we're going to reshoot now. Like, who has that power? Well, here's here's think it. about that. Here's it because it leaked about what the story was, and people started talking about it, and they said this is how the story ends. And then Mangold came out and said that's not how it is. You don't know what you're talking about. We got defensive. What happens when you get defensive? Means it's fucking true, right? So now they're going back to the drawing board to fix the ending that's been leaked. Because it is true. So they're now filming a different ending so they could say, see, it wasn't what you said it was. Because they're literally working on it right now, right? That's how that's how petty they are. Uh, Nostalgic asks, what is your favorite Transformer? What's your favorite Transformer, Sarge? Oh, God. I'm a G1 guy. Um, it's Soundwave first. That's then, it's, well. then, it's, then it's Skywarp. And then it's Megatron. My, mine is 
Soundwave is number one. I, I just love Soundwave. I love all the all the tapes and stuff that he had. I loved them as a toy. Like just price wise with the toy, with the tapes that you got with the thing. The toy was awesome. I loved his voice. I loved the character of 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 Soundwave. Uh, number two for me would be Optimus Prime. I I love Optimus Prime more, not for the character, but for the toy, like the truck, the transformation of the truck. I love trucks. Okay, and then third, I liked uh, I liked Jazz. Right, I I I just like Jazz because I was obsessed with Porsches when I was younger. Okay, so I love Jazz third, and then Megatron. Uh, but I wasn't into guns. Right, so. I liked Soundwave, Optimus Prime, Jazz, and then Megatron. But I, if you go by character, I like Soundwave, Megatron, because Megatron to me is a really deep character. As far as you remember, his... you remember as kids though that I tried to bring Megatron on a trip with us, and he was in he was, he was in, in the box. Form. Yeah, he was no, no, he was in the box. He's in the box <laughs> that he came in, and the airport security people were going through my going through my bag. I was like ten or eleven, like. What's the ten year old gonna do? He's gonna, I'm gonna take over the plane with Megatron. Like, it was so ridiculous. He's going through the like they're trying to put it together. I'm like, it's a fucking toy, dude. It's a toy. Like, I can't believe TSA was freaking out about Megatron in like 1987. Like, relax. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? that, so that's that's my favorite. To answer to answer Demir's little question up there, he says, uh, I I think if the game does well, I think they follow how the how the show followed. I think you see the dinosaurs as Dinobots, Decepticons first, then you see combiners and then you see like the headmasters and the beast guys. I think they would just follow If the game is successful, you would just follow the timeline. I, I think the the main demographic of people that play video games is like mid thirties, right? That's the average gamer now. So well, the average gamer keeps going up. No, I understand that's that, how, but that's what I'm saying yeah. that the average gamer right now is in their late thirties, early forties, which is us. Well, I don't think it's that high. It I, is. Feel, it's, I still it's think it's 30, the middle. It's 38 years old is the average. Is it really? Gamer. Yeah. Okay. So I think you have to go with G1 first. They did say that G1 is going to be the people that like G1 are going to be very, very happy. And I think they progress as they go, like introduce G1 first and then start doing the other ones. Uh, because you're gonna make us happy, and then you go into the, the, the each generation as as it goes. I don't know. That's what I think. It stands to reason if you're if you're trying to milk the game for as long as you can, because people who grew up with the first ones are are, are getting up there. They're gonna stop playing games, and then you age out, and then you keep following the rest of them, right? Right. Uh, the last question. Don't submit any more questions. Last question is by nostalgic as well. What character do you want to see most in reactive or reactivate? Uh, I I posted on Twitter the other day. I I, I did a softball question to to uh, Splash Damage. I didn't think they were going to answer, but I was like, "Is Grimlock going to be in the day in, in the game at day one?" Right, like putting it out there. I would like to see Grimlock. I would like to see the Dinobots uh, inside of Reactive. I think I'd see. I want to see a Combiner. What, you want if it's a if it's a boss battle, I don't care. It doesn't have to be something playable, but like a boss battle, I want to see a Combiner. I want I want I want there to be a moment where you see it about to happen and you get the thing in your chest like you feel it's about to happen you're like what's going on like there's a conversation happening these guys start showing up and you, they don't they don't look they're not the same colors so you're not getting excited right away right. they're not the, they're not the purple and green right but you're looking at them and you're like what's going on here 
And then he starts yelling and stuff. And then the guy starts moving closer together. And then when he starts to form into a giant combiner, then you have to fight the boss. Like that would be amazing. That would be like a moment. You get to actually fight the combiner. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I, well, it's funny because if they, if they, if you're fighting other robots, like, because the, the virus in the game takes over robots, so it, it might make it could they could take Devastator, make it a bad a bad guy to fight, and then after you beat it, then it becomes like unlockable. I, I would hope. I would hope it doesn't have to be a big thing in the game. I would hope that some of the voice acting would fit a little bit. It's not just some generic robot guys talking. Like, I'm not saying it has to be perfect, it has to be the real guys, but I'm just saying certain voices would be really good in a Transformer game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, real quick, Krebsy, uh, the GXG schedule, I think next week we are going to have a show because I don't... I think we drive down because I'm going to visit my family. I think we drive down on the 23rd, which is Christmas Eve. So as of right now, I'll let you guys know throughout the week um, as we get closer... The 22nd, we should have a show, but the 29th, I don't know if I'm back in town. I might be at Sarge's, and I won't be able to do a show uh, at that time. So we probably have one more show this year, one more show, which will be probably next week. And we'll be back on uh, January 5th uh, for season nine, right? We've been doing this for nine goddamn years, solid. Uh, so... That's that's the episode. Generation X Gaming is the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and rant along the way. If you like what we do here, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit the membership button as little as 99 cents. 99 cents. There's nothing in this world that you can get for 99 cents, even the dollar store. Hot Wheels car. Hot Wheels car. Dollar no, six. Nope. Hot Wheels car. Where? 99 cents. It's well, tax. I'm not counting tax. It's still under a dollar. No, even without tax, it's above a dollar now. No, it's still a dollar. That Target yesterday. It's like a dollar. Target, tar yeah. You can get it at the dollar store. You can get it at the dollar store. 99 cents. Then it's not even a dollar store. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back uh, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, Generation X Gaming. Uh, like I said, follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Check out our other channels. I, I do three channels. I do Nerdy with 30. goes over, like, movie news, trailers, I'm, I'm trying to get back into that. We do 30NSG, which is our brand new channel. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. We're at 891, I think. Uh, go check that out. I'm very active over there within the community and also making videos. We have our Hogwarts one that we just posted. We got four Transformers videos that we posted last week. Uh, so uh, go check out all that content over there. Once we hit 1,000, it'll be, it'll be nice because that'll be monetized over there as well. Uh, and then you can watch us here at 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, all those, go ahead and subscribe. I appreciate it very much for tuning in. Thanks for coming into the live chats. Thanks for the questions. We do appreciate you very much. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.